Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Episode 168 of See You Next Wednesday, a weekly pop culture and film podcast where a single die roll decides what movies we have to see. This episode is dropping on Wednesday, June 10th, 2015. My name is Dan Gorman. A watch pot never boils. Yes, it does. <laughs> <laughs> My name is Casey Lyons, and why don't you make like a fuck off and get out of here? <laughs> My name is Greg Legro, and I'm friends with Phil Harmonic, the worst rapper of all time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we got tons of stuff to talk about this week. Two of us saw Love and Mercy, while one of us watched Entourage. We will be talking about <laughs> an album by Queen as the punishment album, Hot Space, and uh, we will be rolling to see who gets to see Jurassic World. We will be doing an episode of 90210 Yeah Relay. Greg will take us through an episode of Season 3 of Beverly Hills 90210 at the end of the episode. But first, we will talk about movie news and what's going on and lots of other stuff. But before that, please email us if you have any thoughts or comments about anything that we say on the show at info at modernsuperior.com. And please rate and review us and every other show that you listen to on iTunes because it's great. Yeah. You should be doing every, that. Every show on iTunes is great. Just go, li- yeah. Give five stars to every podcast Let's not podcast get too political ever. with Why your not? views. <laughs> uh, before we start this episode, I have a very special uh, uh, thing here. Mm-hmm. The other day, um, let's call it Monday, yeah, because okay? I think it was Monday. Right. <laughs> uh, I was uh, getting ready to, to to go. I was getting ready for work. It was about uh, six thirty in the morning, uh-huh. and I got a text from uh, a buddy of mine who's like, uh, "Hey, are you home? I'm coming over." <laughs> and I was like, "Weird." And then so uh, my buddy Scotty Riley. Oh, I was just going to say up. that sounds like a Scott Riley thing to do. Indeed, it was. <laughs> He could not have been more welcome. Brought me some uh, lovely baby clothes, oh, some stuff like that. Wonderful. It was very sweet. Yeah. And then he also brought three gifts. What? Uh-huh. Uh, let's see. That's you, Greg. Is this myrrh? Uh, he brought some <laughs> <Yeah>. frankincense. <laughs> uh, he foretold of a man child. <laughs> Whoa, it's got uh, her name on it. Oh my goodness. It. Yeah. Casey has handed us bags. So I, uh, I already got mine, so fancy, go ahead and open bags. them. There's so many things in here. Yeah. I got All a text right. from Scott Riley that morning as well. Saying the subways are closed. Does yeah. Athena need a ride to work? Yeah. <laughs> oh, you know what? I Here's actually. A, hey, 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 hey. I got a Chicago Bears shot glass to go with the hat. Oh man, I got yeah, a yeah. flask oh. that yeah, says C S Y N W on it. Yeah, oh my god. god! And my and it's D- got 
It's got your name. Initials oh, on the uh, back. This is just some empty paper. Uh, that's so. all. That's for you. Thanks for nothing, Scott. <laughs> yeah, Thanks. I got a message from him that was like, what's your address or something? And I, Or no, what's your middle name? And I yeah. said what it oh, is. Oh, yeah, I got one of those, too. <laughs> and then, uh-huh. he, yeah. and then he said, oh, don't. Oh, look at that. I got that? a flask, too. It's a flask that says, see you next Wednesday. And it's got with my our initials. freaking initials on oh, the back. Dig a little bit deeper. Oh, boy. <laughs> I like that. When I asked what, him what the heavy? reason was for the oh, middle name, like, he was like, don't don't worry about it. And then I did forget about it. This feels like something heavy that will ruin the following day for me eventually. Yes, it well, yeah. Holy shit! Nice bottle of scotch. Nice oh my god! Scotch. Scott Riley went out, got us Whoa. each a flask with "See you next Wednesday" and our initials a whole bottle on it, of... and a nice bottle of scotch. That's amazing. So we're all gonna chug a bottle of scotch each. Yeah. For this episode. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and see who either cries or fights first. <laughs> although, although for this episode, we'll call it a bottle of scotch. <laughs> that is Scott the best thing. Hudson Riley. Fucking Scott Hudson amazing. Riley. Oh possibly the best human being possibly. in the world. That is so good. Thank you so much. Can you believe that? Holy I, crap. Yeah, kind of, yeah, because it's Scott. Yeah, because it is Scott Riley. <laughs> the guy's so good, they made two of them. That's why there's Mark, too. <laughs> wow. This flask is I'm amazing. I'm not sure if that's insulting to twins. <laughs> hey, fellas, you're the same dude. <laughs> well, he did say that they were uh, both so nice. Did you get nice. a shot glass? No. Oh, you're a loser. Unless I did, and it's in one of these. Maybe. I'll look. Yeah. Uh, no, I think yours was a special uh, Bears shot yeah. glass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Scotty knows my bear's pain. <laughs> Actually, I think he wants you to eat that shot glass. I'm gonna. That's yeah. <laughs> oh my god, oh, that's so nice. So anyway, that so was nice. present time on CNX. Yeah, I thought it'd be a nice thing to do it on the air. Totally. Yeah. Thank you so if much. If you send us presents, we'll open them on the we'll air. We'll open them on the air. And we'll appreciate them. <laughs> I like yeah. Scott's uh, Scotch and Chicago Bears things. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Give me. <laughs> I like Scotch. Uh, me too. Flask <laughs> yeah. um, is dynamite. Yeah, I know, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> See you next Wednesday, Flask. Totally. With the names and initials on the back. Oh, That's so awesome. Nice. Yeah. yeah, so I don't accidentally reach for yours and get your disgusting lip crap know, all exactly. over my beautiful face. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> and I reach for oh. mine and I get my delicious lip crap all over <laughs> my face. <laughs> um, before we get to the itty t- uh, itty-bitty mm-hmm. tidbit committee, mm-hmm. one more super quick announcement. The Modern Superior website has a new comment threads uh, on it. So Matt uh, Matt Brown has been using those very, uh, very much. And I would like everyone else to, if you have thoughts that you don't want to email us, you can uh, throw them up there on the website. That yeah. helps out uh, engagement and people seeing the site and stuff. Yeah. So do that. Yeah, come on, guys. Yeah. Be more like Matt Brown. Yeah. <laughs> and thanks, Matt Brown. <laughs> thanks, Matt Brown, for being the most like Matt Brown. Yeah. yeah. Um. Sweet. So let's uh, let's get into the tidbits. Yeah, Although, okay. actually, yes. uh, also Modern Superior related, uh, Flight School has officially announced that uh. they're on Modern Superior because they've reached their new episodes that weren't recorded before they have been on the site. Mm-hmm. So you can uh, go check out their episode on iZombie. Uh, the TV show by the producers of Veronica Mars. It's and about some, a man who has zombies for eyes. <laughs> <laughs> Why <Yeah>. not? <laughs> uh, <yeah. laughs> so please do that. My problem has always been there's just not enough zombie stuff these days. <laughs> I know. <laughs> um, so lots to talk about this week. Yeah, what, I, have I have more notes than I should. I I watched a bunch of stuff. Yeah, I didn't write down a lot of news, but mostly... I, I have a shit ton of news because okay. I didn't really see much this week. Although, one super sad thing happened. Mary Ellen Trainer Mary Ellen Mary Trainer Ellen died. Trainer died. Right. Yeah. Uh, of Monster Squad fame for me was, yeah. was the All big the one. All the Weapon movies. Yeah. Die yeah. Hard. 
Scrooge. The the yeah, the mom or or somebody else in like every eighties movie. Like mm-hmm. like oh, yeah. Goonies and, and Monster Squad especially. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Super sad, and she's great in Goonies. Yeah, yeah. so go she's watch all these things. Go watch one she, of your she favorites. She was always trying to take uh, rigs out the force. Yeah, can you blame her? He's a goddamn loose. He cannon. is a loose cannon. <laughs> yeah, that was a real bummer to read. Yeah, I, I thought it was almost like when I saw somebody posting about it, I thought like it was. I didn't think it was real. I was like, whoa, that's weird. And then, yeah. and then I read, <laughs> you thought it was the weirdest, the weirdest joke, joke on the joke, internet. Yeah. <laughs> well, in tribute to her, I decided to watch something last night because I noticed it was on Crackle, and I'm like, I should. Why not? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because uh, she does play a lot of moms. And totally. She also, definitely played the mom of Parker Lewis. Oh, uh, Parker Lewis can't lose. Oh my goodness! So I watched the <laughs> the pilot episode of Parker Lewis can't lose. Amazing. Last night. Oh my goodness! And how does yeah. it hold up? It's really horrible. <laughs> what? I, like I watched the whole thing. <laughs> I've seen what? Worse. Yeah. yeah. What is Kubiak up to? He well, they aren't friends with him yet because he's just big, scary Larry Kubiak, and that Parker Parker's friend, who's actually the kid from who plays young Dar in Beastmaster. Ooh. Oh wow! Sits on. Kubiak's lunch, but Parker sweeps in and he didn't think you were going to say lunch. <laughs> <laughs> Solid D. Yeah. <laughs> yes, sir. It'll bring it back. Um, yeah, it's not a good show, but it's. I think it definitely. Yeah, it was better than the Ferris Bueller's show that came out oh, the same man. season, the same year. Yeah. Yeah. That's a weird and, but, one. But yeah, also, but while I was watching it, huh? Charlie Schlatter and, uh, yeah. and Jennifer, Jennifer Aniston. Aniston. Yeah, 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 yeah. And there was a weird science TV show, too. That was weird. Yeah, that wasn't oh, good. Science. Yeah. But I could, I, could, I also was able to watch Parker Lewis Can't Lose fairly effortlessly <laughs> because after watching the Stan documentary, I find this eerie similarity between Dan Gorman and uh, Corin. <laughs> 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 it creeps you me mean out. Dan Gorman and evil Dan Gorman. Right, yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's wonderful. Yeah. That's a strange Dan thing. Gorman yeah, yeah. with zits. Totally. Uh, uh, it, like, Dan, if you sucked... Yeah, and maybe we're taller. He seems tall. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's probably tall. Yeah, and then you'd, you'd be coronemics, <laughs> and you would have a middling career. Oh man, yeah. <laughs> hey, he's still working. Yeah, that's true. Who cares? Yeah, but yeah. So I watched some uh, nice. Watched some Parker Lewis on Crackle. Yeah. So you were like commercials every ten seconds, <laughs> <Yeah>. please, <laughs> and not where commercials go. Oh, yeah. they, they still have the fade outs for commercials, but not that's wh- not yeah. where they put them. Yeah. Mid sentence is where I like it, <laughs> and always the same one, please. Yeah, yeah right. Oh, is that what they like do? Twice I've never watched Crackle before. Uh, yeah. It's well, it's, it does the job. I was yeah. going to the other day. It's got all like, of the comedians. That's, cars, that's yeah. well. That's why I was gonna. I was like uh, maybe a couple of weeks ago. I was. Yeah. I was like, oh, I'll give Crackle a try. Yeah. Um and then I and then I started to go on there and it was like enter your password and I'm like Ugh. really <laughs> yeah that doesn't do that for me uh one of my password it also asks for my banking information <laughs> my mother's maiden name <laughs> and, 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 and what went, kind of scotch an you example like. of other passwords you might use yeah <laughs> yeah and, and uh, what time roughly I fall asleep so <laughs> I was like I'm out crackle yeah I, I told it all those Getting things uh. too pushy yeah mm. you want to know too much about me yeah, yeah what else was in the news um well geez i don't know there was a uh, there was a bunch of trailers uh and i did see a trailer for one thing that it's not really that all that exciting but the trailer made me laugh there's a evil evil knievel documentary coming up mm. and i was like that seems interesting that's yeah. a pretty what a crazy life to have that be your whole thing yeah and it was really big for kids evil knievel but all totally. the, talk, all the talking heads in this documentary are totally unappealing it's like Exactly like, well, now I don't want to watch because I don't care what these people have to say about Evil Knievel because it's like Guy Fieri, Ugh. Kid Rock. 
Oh, I can really? And then Matthew McConaughey is there, and I'm like, well, at least he's credible. But then he's like, no, nah, he didn't have a death wish. He had a live wish. Oh, <laughs> God. I was oh, like, no. <laughs> <laughs> Couple Academy Awards. I'm still a dude. <laughs> it's just uh, disgusting. He's gross. Yeah, so that bummed me out. But then I saw the yeah, trailer for uh, Macbeth. Did you see the Macbeth? No, trailer? actually, I didn't no, watch that. Nor did I, but I wanted to for reasons. Uh-huh. It looks great. Yeah. Yeah, I've heard that. Yeah, it looks fucking great. Like a really gross, violent, sweet, dirt, like muddy movie like yeah. it should be, you know? Are they using the original text? Huh? No, it's all like uh, urban street slang. Oh, yeah. sweet. <laughs> yo, yo, McBee. <laughs> yeah, they've, uh, they've updated it with like, LOL, McBee. <laughs> YOLO, yeah. McBee. Uh, yeah, I know no, that witches be tripping. What was that? They did one in the nineties that was like a modernized Macbeth, and it had like just natural. Was like, that with Ethan Hawke? Yeah, John, John. No, 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 no. That no. was Hamlet, wasn't oh, it? Oh, that was Hamlet. Yeah. yeah, guys, that's it's the same show. Yeah, same <laughs> no, no, like in Hamlet, Hamlet just looked modern, but they still used the old language. This is just like a mob styled movie in the night. I think John Turturro's in it. And they modernized all the language. It's a Macbeth movie. Like, I'm searching it right now. Yeah, it's got like, Tutur- I think John Turturro played like uh, the Macduff character in it. So he's like chasing the Macbeth character down an alley with a pistol, like yelling, not a woman born, yo, or something. Ah. <laughs> Hamlet, yeah, yeah, was the one with uh, Ethan It Hawk. doesn't matter. It's terrible. Yeah. But so, yeah, this is like traditional. It's it's the text, which yeah. is, it's not a super long place. So I think they probably keep the whole thing in there because it's, it's pretty good. Yeah. It looks great, though. I thought it was pretty good trailer cool yeah cool in the game cool. i saw a trailer oh yeah yeah and mm-hmm. i don't want to brag but i saw a trailer <laughs> that's for... like one of those mini movies right <laughs> it is it's <laughs> like a movie only smaller yeah only it holds your attention for the whole thing <laughs> uh it's a movie for ridley scott uh trailer for ridley uh, scott oh, yeah. a movie the martian, the martian. i yeah. saw that trailer too i saw the teaser for it Me where too. it's just i uh, didn't watch you know, that uh, Matt Damon saying goodbye and, stuff. Yeah, and yeah, I yeah. was like, well, I hate this. This is boring. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then I saw the trailer and I was like, well, I love this a great deal. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it looks really good. I think it looks fucking yeah. amazing. Also, part of me was like, oh, cool. They made a uh, prequel to Interstellar. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I was just kind of, yeah. Like, is this his character from Interstellar? Yeah. <laughs> is there anyone else that wants to play Spaceman anymore? Is everyone else in Hollywood be like, nah, he's got yeah. it. Yeah. No, it looks There's only cool. one man who can get lost on a planet in space. <laughs> yeah, it looks really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know, man. I think it looks fucking great. I think yeah. he looks fucking awesome in it. Totally. Absolutely. And uh, Jeff Daniels. Yep, Jeff big D. cast. Yeah, Jeffy yeah. D. Yeah. 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 Uh, Jessica Chastain's in there. Oh, yeah. You yeah. got Chasters up in there. Yeah, you yeah. got uh, Kate Mara. Yep. She's a delight. And I was like, space? Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> well, of course you were. Oh. <laughs> That's your official oh. stance on space. <laughs> oh. oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> oh man and that's mm. gonna be hard to put on a t-shirt <laughs> <laughs> yeah i know i cheat gorman posted something about space and, you camp, went, oh. and i tried to write it but i'm like <laughs> how do you just write- like i'm going ooh. <laughs> <laughs> i got the gist <laughs> <laughs> i figured you'd get it but that's all right oh. Yeah. Oh. someone tell me how to write that yeah yeah what else well, mission possible five got another trailer yeah oh did it i didn't see that yeah, it was I'm- good i'm like yeah i want to see this he goes underwater for a long time <laughs> yeah i i saw that part <laughs> yeah what else can we do to him? Yeah. Put him underwater. <laughs> there was uh, an interesting chart that got retweeted around a lot where it showed like 
the movies on like a chart like one two three four five and then uh tom cruise's age obviously just going straight up and then it was like the women he's paired with and they're just like hovering around like 20 and <laughs> yeah, 25 yeah, right. they're like can't you give him somebody that's uh, the same age as him for his love interest well wasn't there like a whole thing where uh like the the an article i kept seeing popping up about how uh maggie gyllenhaal was too old to play some yeah. old guy's wife or yeah. something what yeah, oh, no. I, this oh. is obviously very well researched. Guys. <laughs> no, it was something I did, I did a fair amount of remembering. Yeah, yeah. It, it was, sounds like no. a headline. <laughs> <laughs> this just in: a Maggie Gyllenhaal something something old guy something something. It was about the Feature. gist of that. It was like she was turned down for some role that was like age appropriate. Yeah. with like an age appropriate guy, and it was but like no, you're the, too I old. don't even think the guy was age appropriate. I think the guy was like twenty years older than her or something. Yeah, yeah. But and it was but like it was really like, nah, you're too old. Yeah, nobody wants. Well, how see. old is she? 30, 31, 2? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and she's, From like, now on, all, all you have to do when this like topic comes up is just like reply with the Amy Schumer sketch of the like women that are, right, are right. celebrating their they're, they're, unfuckable age yeah, or whatever. That's hilarious. <laughs> it's so good. Yeah. Uh, but like, I mean, what is... Like, are any of us so different? Like, I, I don't need to... Even if she was like unattractive or something, I don't need to be... To have a boner, like the, the whole time I'm watching a movie, mm. I cannot be attracted to some characters, and they are still women, and I can still find it a compelling story. Yeah, are people not like that anymore? I don't know. I don't know. It's all about money, right? They just assume like, oh, it, but it's stupid because all the movies that are like uh, female fronted all made like millions and millions of dollars. So yeah, it's like yeah. it can't be about money know. anymore. Maybe just about like idiot. Twenty idiots. years they'll figure it out. Yeah, have this shit. <laughs> it's so stupid. And it's distracting now. It's like watching adults play teenagers. You know. It's yeah. Like, like I know this is stupid, and I know what you're doing to me here. And I yeah. Don't, I don't care for it. If if I see too many good looking people in a movie, um. And I'm stunning looking. <laughs> uh, I, but I get tired of looking at people like me. <laughs> I know. I want to see some regular people. Some people who are less than me. Uh, no, but like I just, I get, I, I don't care about them. Yeah. And that's not right either because good looking people are just people too. But I find like more, if there's too many good looking people in a movie, I'm just like, I don't care what any of you... Stop complaining. You're good looking. <laughs> yeah. Go fucking in your secret clubs and be good looking. Yeah. <laughs> you don't have real problems. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. What else was it? Was that... Um, I don't. I, I should have wrote down some news, but I didn't. That's okay. Um, there's more. Yeah, what do you got? What else do we got here? Uh, hmm, let's talk about... Let's talk <laughs> about the most exciting news. That I have ever heard is that <laughs> Prison Break is coming back. Yeah, yeah I don't know how that works. No, uh, <laughs> but I don't yeah, fucking but, care. But weren't there great? Weren't there whole seasons of that the whole, show that didn't it's work? The craziest show I've ever seen. It's not a show that's predicated on being believable or working. No, no, way. no. Which is like even better because trying to come back from how that show ended is ludicrous. Yeah. But at the same time, it is the most bonkers show ever. Uh, Long time listeners will recall that I watched. All of Prison Break and told these two guys about it, and it was about the most fun I've ever had in my life watching a television show. <laughs> all I remember is I, do, I don't even know what to do. Uh, yeah, all these fucking crazy characters. Yeah. And, you know, like they, a character ate everything. He ate books. He ate people. He ate keys. Yeah, yeah. When he finally ate a guy, I mean, that was the buildup. He just yeah. kept eating things. Tea bag. Teabag, teabag. <laughs> I picture him in a. I picture him like there being a, a lineup of things, and like yeah. first there's a book, and then a key, and then he's working up to eating a person. Yeah, like, he's training. Yeah, I'm, I'm coming for you, Ted. 
Yeah, I don't know. I mean, Michael's no sorry for the spoilers, but Michael Schofield's dead, <laughs> but he's coming back. Yeah, so I don't know what this means, Alternate how they're going to do it, but prequel. I cannot wait. But I Alternate guarantee you, timeline. there yeah. will be a segment. We're doing something. Yeah. With this. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah yeah. Totally. Oh fucking a man. <laughs> Prison, and I miss it. I've never seen a show so crazy. Yeah. So crazy. And we tried to replicate it with Airwolf, and it wasn't the same. No, it wasn't the same. It started out to be the same, but, <laughs> but then, then it, it got just sad. evolved into, oh, man. he's drunk again. Yeah. yeah. It gets sad. It's so boring. But, like, I mean, you know, there's there's other shows that get kind of kooky and stuff like that, but this one, just the, the, the constant shark jumping, <laughs> out-of-control nature of it, the flip-flopping of characters, it was um, <laughs> a masterpiece. Oh, uh, man. I flip past it on Netflix still sometimes. You're just like, like I, 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 I miss you. <laughs> the gang's all bad. Yeah. That's the greatest thing. <laughs> so good. If you've never watched it, watch that fucking show. It's bonkers. Maybe they'll come back and do a couple seasons in a movie. Yeah. yeah. Why not? More, more things that don't make sense. Yeah. Please. <laughs> <laughs> um, speaking of TV shows, I mentioned this to Casey before we record it, but I'm going to mention it to the listeners. Mm. Uh, I've been posting about it a lot on the internet. Uh, people oh, are probably yeah. uh, sick of me talking about the Chris Gethard show. But uh, if you've never seen the Chris Gethard show, he, I haven't. Um, so Chris Gethard's a comedian. He used to do a live show on uh, UCB on stage at UCB, like mm-hmm. a variety show, and then he took it to local kind of like public access cable and did this kind of ramshackle, like throw it together weirdo kind of live uh, late night interview style show. And then he got picked up by Fusion, which is like one of the smaller cable provide uh, cable things in the states. But they do a lot of like web uh, web stuff. So the Chris Gethard show is a talk show. He has uh, guests on, and every episode is sort of themed around something. So the new season is really cool because you can watch the live stream of them filming the show. So you see them like setting it up. They have someone there to warm the crowd up that you don't see when you're watching the show on TV. Uh, and they do a lot of kind of like in between stuff, and it's really really cool. I've never seen anything like it because it's so DIY and weird. And the one episode that I watched, they did a human duck hunt. So Chris Gethard and Wyatt Snack got hoisted up on these cables, and then they had Skype callers call in, and then they threw to a camera that was a, like a little gun, and then like it moved around, and then when the <laughs> Skype caller said fire, the gun would fire, and they would try and hit them, and if they hit, they would get dropped. <laughs> and it was just so fun and weird, and a lot of people have been calling it like a return to the absurdity of early David Letterman, oh, right but on. even more heightened because it's so crazy. Wow. Um, they did another episode where the um, the stars of Broad City came on, and they did this thing where they had all of the uh, people Skyping in talk about or show their weird body parts, and then they did a thing called the genital chamber where Chris stood in this like this big kind of like uh, cordoned off thing with like a Skype screen on the floor. So that people could Skype in and show them like their weird dicks and stuff. Oh my god! But they couldn't show it on TV, so it had to be contained in something. And then he would describe it to the broad people from Broad City, and then they would draw it. <laughs> so he was like, "It's like a testicle, but it's like weird because of the intestines are spilled in the testicle." And then one of her, they drew one of them, and she, they were like, "That's it." <laughs> and then they looked at it and they were like, it's exactly like it. Oh my God. It was so funny. It's it's good. You got to check it out. And terrifying. they're doing tons of like internet stuff. So they have chat rooms going on while it's on and, and they do Periscope live streams before the episode stuff. It's super cool. Uh, it's definitely worth watching. I saw that you were posting about it yeah. quite a bit. I'm like, I must check that out. The, the edited down episodes are 20 minutes, about 20 minutes long. And those go up on YouTube for free like a week or two after they air. So... Mm. There's nothing to lose. Cool. Yeah. It's funny. Yeah. Check it out. Very cool. Yeah. Mm. What else? 
What else? Are we segueing into what we watched? I think so. Yeah, I don't I know think if there's any other news. Is there any? I feel like I saw trailers today, but I don't. Uh, yeah, I can't remember. I don't remember. Oh, yeah. I don't know. Magic Mike Double XL. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I didn't see the first one. I heard Although it was I great. Hear from people I heard it was that it's quite actually good. really great. Yeah. I keep I saw the like Cineplex pre show about it when I went and saw the movie for Film Roulette, but yeah. 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 What did you watch, know. Casey? What did I watch, Casey? Well, let me tell you. I watched some a bunch of stuff. Uh I watched a couple of uh documentaries. Uh-huh. Um I watched a documentary called uh Tall Hop Blonde. Mm-hmm. And it uh, was recommended by my buddy Wes. It's as as a documentary. It's not. It's not terribly well made necessarily, but the story is super bonkers. So what's uh, it? About? It's basically about this forty-seven-year-old man who uh, gets into uh, an internet relationship with an eighteen-year-old girl, and uh, she subsequently, to make him jealous, gets into uh, um, an internet relationship with one of his coworkers. Yeah, 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 yeah. And. Jealousy broils under the surface, yeah. and uh, someone shoots somebody, and yeah, yeah, yeah. then other bonker shit happens. It's you know, I mean, like I said, like the the story because large chunks of the documentary is just text because it's just showing their chats, right? right. Um, <laughs> but reading that shit is bonkers as fuck. So I yeah. mean, uh, it, it's sort of like watching a multimedia sort of documentary. But yeah, man. It's a pretty crazy story. It is a fucking unbelievably crazy story. Yeah. 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 So check all that out. Yeah. That's documentary number one. Oh, What's documentary yeah. number two? Uh, documentary numbers two and three uh, are, I watched a documentary called The Artist is Presence, which is a documentary about Marina Abramovich. She's a, a Russian um, uh, performance artist. Mm-hmm. Um, and basically she set up this, uh, at the, at MoMA, she set up this, um, uh, exhibit sort of where she would just sit there for like three months, just sit there at yeah. a table <laughs> and there was a, a chair in front of her and people would line up and they would come and you would just sit there and stare at her and she would just stare at you. Oh and yeah, people, yeah, yeah, yeah. People were fucking bawling. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, uh, and... <gasps> This thing, like people would fucking line up out the door every single day and would be sobbing because they wouldn't, they couldn't get in to actually see and sit with her. Yeah. And honestly, you can see why, because there's something so weirdly powerful about it. Like, like it made me really wish it made me feel like I'd really missed out on something. Yeah. Like something major would have happened in my life had I gone and sit with this woman. Yeah. Like it, it it's pretty phenomenal. Cool. Like the, the um documentary does a really great job of uh, uh of kind of putting you there. Very cool. And gives you a good background on it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh and then the third documentary I saw was a documentary called Happy Valley, which uh is about uh all of the happenings at Penn State. Mm-hmm. And, uh, oh, man, that's a fucking compelling watch, too. Yeah. Not because, okay, everybody knows Jerry Sandusky is a fucking monster. Mm. Everybody gets that. Uh, everybody who's on the fence about, um, about, uh, oh, uh, Joe Paterno, mm-hmm. um, you kind of, like, uh, I came away with it going, Joe Paterno is somebody who I think started out wanting to do the right thing. And then he did the wrong thing by not doing anything. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, and and that's really weird and complex. It's you're gonna have complex feelings about Joe Paterno. Um, but the the major thing I took away from that is, God damn, America, calm down with football. Calm the fuck <laughs> down. I get it. Actually, I don't even like sports, and I kind of like football. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but it's crazy. Like but, I love football, but I'm like Jesus. Yeah, <laughs> don't, like, like it, it's it, it shouldn't be a religion. But no. I get how I get how it could be because it's like the like again. I don't care about sports, but when I watch a football game, like when I watch the Super Bowl, or like if I'm close to a football game happening, mm. I I understand the fucking like oh, yeah. crazy excitement of it. Mm-hmm. But you gotta temper that. Yeah, <laughs> you really have to. <laughs> oh yeah, because this this town, like uh, Happy Valley, as they call it, uh, like it's there, there's the, the these are people who are not thinking clearly. Uh, you know, like in regards to a horrible fucking thing that happened. But yeah, man, what an interesting. Mm-hmm. I I suggest watching that. It's a, it's a pretty good in terms of like the the way it's told and everything. But yeah. the stories. Was this on uh, Netflix? It is on Netflix. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, what's it called? What'd you say it was called? Happy Valley. Happy Valley. Yeah. yeah. Speaking of documentaries, yes. I watched one mm-hmm. uh, that I mentioned to you guys called Tales of the Grim Sleeper. Ah, uh, yes, I did want to watch that. Yeah. But, uh, I didn't get if you're on a documentary kick, I recommend it, yeah. uh, especially if you're on a What the Fuck America documentary <laughs> kick, because it's from Nick Broomfield, I think is his name. I can't remember if that's uh, his last name, Broom or Bloom, but basically he did a bunch of documentaries that were pretty um, major. I think he did the Kurt and Courtney one. Mm. Uh, and he did one about uh, Biggie and Tupac, um, and he did this oh, one. That guy, yeah. yeah, and and this movie is about the serial killer, the Grim Sleeper, who was named that because he killed a ton of people and then apparently went away for like twenty years and then started doing it again, so like popped back up. Um, but what actually happened was he was doing it for all the whole time, he just didn't get caught. And the mm. cops did nothing about it, um, <laughs> and so wow. it's a movie because of the, all the murders He'll tire himself out. Yeah, <laughs> totally. He'll tire himself out. He'll go right to sleep. He's called the Grim Sleeper. <laughs> yeah, and that's why we called him. <laughs> yeah, in hopes that he would just, just fall asleep and stop killing everybody. Uh, not that far from the truth, because so the, he murdered uh, like 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 20 30 40 i can't even like rem- i can't even imagine the now i can't remember the numbers it was really high of women in like lower income los oh. angeles so it's also a documentary that's very much about institutionalized racism oh. it's very much about like what's going on in like the drug riddled kind of communities that they can't go to the cops because it's like if they go yeah. to the cops, then it's like they've got worse no, for them. Fucking yeah, nowhere so, to go. Nowhere to go. They don't even have the false sense of security that the, the that the police uh, yeah. give everybody else. And well, sorry, not everybody. Like else. they had like bullets that were all matching a gun that they didn't have, but they knew all the bullets matched them from like a number of bodies, and they were just like, we're waiting and hoping that the gun will just turn up in a crime. For like twenty years, yeah, yeah. It's like that? yeah, it'll show up eventually. Yeah. So you that know what was... I find all the time: guns, guns all matching. over the place. Yeah. <laughs> Don't you have to yeah. look for them? Yeah. You know what serial killers do? Leave their guns lying yeah. around the fucking uh, crime scene. Yeah. This one's out of bullets. Totally. <laughs> leave this here for you. It's, I'm it's so crazy. tired of carrying this gun. <laughs> yeah. I killed like three people that <laughs> I. 
<laughs> I just want some Arby's. Uh, but uh, is was that his mo? He's like a, a shooter. Uh, basically, he would pick up you know drug addicted prostitutes, and then he would take photos of them. And there's a whole subplot of these guys that were friends with him that were like doing kind of like underground photo swapping rings of like women that they would just pick up Jesus. and stuff and then he would then take them somewhere and just like shoot them and get rid of them and he worked for uh the garbage company so he could just like dump them in landfills somewhere Holy it's fuck. nuts and it's a really hard watch at time because the the documentary i do have a hard time with that after a while yeah he he basically just goes to the neighborhood starts walking around and, and asking people questions and stuff and then he befriends one woman who used to be a, a a drug addict used to be a prostitute and had an interaction with him and she is like this just like no bullshit amazing badass woman who's then just dr- starts driving him around and asking everyone do you know anything about this dude and they just the whole movie is just like these little like it's not really like oh it's you know a to b to c like the memphis movies where it's like here's yeah. here's the procedural it's like not a procedural law right so it's kind of messy structurally but in a way that is really compelling because it paints I this can, picture of yeah institutionalized racism in america and like the crazy things that go on there and it ends on such like this crazy note it's definitely like a, a great a great watch but it is oh, some of the things they describe happening is like you're, you, it's like yeah you want to turn away yeah, but it's yeah, really good. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I, I feel like I, it fascinates me. The mind of a serial killer just fucking fascinates mm. me. Yeah. Uh, but but there, there's a, a certain point. It's a lot to, less about just, him and more just off. about, yeah, like the neighborhood and the people and yeah. the stories. Yeah. Mm. It's definitely worth a watch. It's really good. HBO having a, a banner year for, for documentaries with the Jinx. Yeah, and, yeah. I started watching that, uh, that uh, No-No, I think it's called. Oh, yeah. I want to watch that uh doc ellis yeah uh the the 20 minutes 25 minutes that i saw was fucking was great that's an awesome story yeah, <laughs> yeah it really really yeah. is and he was fucking super cool yeah definitely uh but yeah don't have much to say about that. yeah hey greg yeah what the hell did you watch? yeah i watched a documentary too yeah. why, uh, why are you holding your mic like that yeah, i don't know my hands got sleeping. it's working for yeah. you my <laughs> hands are grim sleepers <laughs> out of here <laughs> yeah you got uh, some, you got some real racist hands yeah <laughs> uh before i talk about that i just, just want to jump in real quick because you texted some news to us before we forgot about uh like the the most recent superhero news with the Joe Berenthal. Oh yeah, being oh. cast as the Punisher. Yeah, that's uh, interesting. He's uh, for he's the Daredevil be... show specifically. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Uh, which I assume they're they're not tying that world into the larger. Yeah, they are. Are they? Uh huh. So... They refer to it constantly. Anyway, it exists in the same thing. <laughs> oh yeah, because they talk about what happened. In yeah, the yeah. The New York shit. Cause it... This this is like the street level. Yeah. The real like because Daredevil doesn't fight martians and fucking you know he's just a dude yeah who yeah real good um so this you know and the comic is always that too he doesn't go like occasionally he teams up with the bigger shit but he was always more of a street level fella mm-hmm. uh but punisher works into lots of daredevil stories big yeah. time in the comics yeah he's yeah i remember that guy too thing. right so that's um, uh yeah uh and i i did not like him on walking dead uh no like, i yeah, fucking hated let's just him. fucking kill this guy and, <laughs> oh but uh I, I don't know. I think this might be all right. Yeah, I uh, I feel I, like I saw him in something that I did like him in. Uh, I can't remember what it was. What did I? I just saw him in Wolf of Wall Street, and he was good in that. Oh, maybe that's uh, what it was. I liked him in uh, Snitch with uh, Dwayne Johnson. Oh yeah, um, I, I don't know if I saw that. Yeah, I don't think I did. Yeah, it's uh, it's good. Uh, he's he can be very good, and he's got the right kind of like. Uh, 
honestly, I was like, they blew it by already casting Frank Grillo in the uh, Marvel Universe, because I'm like, that's your Punisher right there. Yeah, right. Like, yeah, the guy from Purge 2, Anarchy, uh, that guy. Yeah, oh, I know who Frank Punisher. Grillo is. Yeah. <laughs> you don't, and, and just, uh, they, they should just change his name from Frank Castle to Frank Grillo, right. because yeah. that's a better name. <laughs> yeah, pretty good. Uh, yeah, particularly watching The Purge, I'm like, fuck, man. I mean, yeah. uh, Crossbones, and he, oh, uh, he was, I mentioned the, that he, the character he plays will eventually becomes a villain called Crossbones, mm -hmm. and that is happening. I saw a photo of him. Yeah, I saw that too, yeah. And I was like, okay, well, at least they're doing it. They're not just wasting him, because, yeah. yeah, he's the Punisher. So, Joe Barenthal, fine. He's got a, he's got a, you know, a yeah. face like a boot. It's good, <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. Just, I, I see it. I can yeah, definitely it's, see it. Yeah, it's okay. He's a real Lundgren type. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I finally finished the Daredevil. Uh, that's what I watched a bit of this week. I finished the Daredevil uh, season one. Yeah. It got better? Uh, I liked it all the way through. Um, and you get to see the suit at the end. And they got to fix the suit. Yeah. I saw pictures of the suit. Yeah. I'm good. Not a, it, they, can't, they gave him Batman nose. The point yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. The Daredevil mask is more like the Captain America mask. Yeah. You can see his nose and shit like that. It's very part of it you know and like he's I, got I know, a beautiful nose get that nose Show in there that thing up. <laughs> look at that <laughs> uh but it, it really interrupts the whole look of the character for me when i'm looking i don't know there's something and it smush smushes his face down it ain't right yeah they yeah. got i hopefully i don't know if people hate it and they'll fix it before <laughs> season two starts because you could just change it like it was yeah, the just first, this the day, first yeah. one totally. what do you want yeah because i at this point i'm like just go back to the black thing it's okay you yeah. know i don't want to see this yeah uh, i don't know uh, get, get rid of the nose. Get rid of the fucking ducky or whatever his fucking name is. And, uh, Foggy. Yeah. <laughs> he got a little bit better. I still don't care for him. <laughs> or maybe I just got used to him. Yeah, I don't know what. Yeah, I maybe. don't know if it was better or just like I'm just aware of this buzzing noise in the background. Now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's a good show. But I, I would love. To, I really want to see how it opens up now into bigger world stuff like Punisher. And I know that like. Uh, uh, Power Man and Iron Fist are going to show up. Those Ooh. are some pretty cool, like exploitation type <laughs> characters. Like, yeah. Really good. Those, shit. those just sounded like two superheroes that you just made up. <laughs> they sound pa cool. Though. Power Man and uh, I don't know uh, Electro <laughs> Fellow. Or... They're great. You'll you you would dig those characters. They're good. Yeah, yeah. yeah sounds, the heroes for I like Iron. The names. Fucking cool shit. <laughs> yeah. Like it, yeah, yeah. If like it was, it's like if a seventies exploitation TV show was about Sweet. superheroes. Like that's kind of what their thing was. Awesome. I kind of like that. Yeah, you should. It's pretty, pretty all right. They were good. They're characters. dynamite. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so Jimmy Wonka. That's the end of your. Uh, that's the end of the news. But yeah. so I watched a documentary. That's yeah. Well, what was it? I well, based because you guys both watched it. and We're talking about it, and I watched The Impostor. Ooh, we did Ooh. That. that's crazy, crazy, <laughs> crazy. Yeah. And like, yeah, there's a couple of things like there was there, with the the actual filmmaking because I actually watched it twice because I watched it on my own and then because I thought Athena had seen it mm. and uh, she just got home from Greece and it turned out she had not. So I watched it with her again. Like, yeah, so I, she I, just got it's... home from starring in a production of Greece. Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Super watchable. Yeah. She played everybody. <laughs> yeah. 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 Mm. It's great. She's, but it, a, she's a very convincing Danny Zuko. Uh, although it was a silent production of Grease, which is very confusing. <laughs> very conceptual. Yeah. <laughs> Grease Lightning. Wonderful when it's quiet. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I watched it twice. And yeah, there's a couple of things with the filmmaking. Not that I thought they were bad, but I just thought that they were abandoned. Because there were little things at the beginning that were a little more 
playful. You I know, was, like I using was happy the, that those things were abandoned. Yeah, but th- because they had been there, it was just kind of weird. Like, why did you just do this one thing with the seventies TV show cops? Yeah, yeah. and then yeah. never anything ever like that again. Anything ever like yeah, that? Yeah, so that yeah. was a little. But I just didn't. It, care. it was like the first. It was like the first fifteen minutes were uh, natural born killers. <laughs> and then, sure, uh, and, then they, and then they started being a documentary. I didn't mind using the phone voice sound yeah, like that's me either. Okay, and going with the reenactment to keep it visually busy and it's not just talking yeah. heads. I'm like, that's fine. I get it. It's a documentary because the story is so fucking bonkers. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but fascinating too, because the people are fascinating. Either in I love their... that fucking PI. Huh? Oh yeah, bats. he's so entertaining. So good, yeah. His name Charlie Parker. Yeah, like, Charlie Parker. Town. Yeah. Um, but it was just so it, like there is a reveal or a revelation anyway. Yeah. That isn't like don't look for spoilers or, or not spoilers, but like a big twist. Yeah, it's not quite yeah. that. Although that thing, like about twenty minutes in, I'm like that, that was the first thing that went to my mind. Oh I'm yeah. Like, why else would anyone be doing this? Because this is insane. Yeah, um, well, have to be there's insane. They, it's this either, many people. It's either they wanted it so badly that they believed it. Yeah, or that they believed else. it, but or they many... wanted it so badly because. because yeah, right. Yeah. You know? So <laughs> this is infuriating for the listeners who have not seen just watch it. It's on Netflix, people. Yeah. It's on a bunch of different regions. Yeah, it's yeah. on the U.S. It's on Denmark. It's on Norway. It's on, I don't know a couple more. Uh, but yeah, what an interesting fucking story and the guy yeah. is fascinating totally uh yeah i wanted to punch him so hard in the face oh yeah i'm not saying he's fascinating time. like this guy's a treat but i mean <laughs> he's just like wow oh, he's a crazy up close look at some fucking problems yeah <laughs> yeah yeah like uh, i yeah. somebody who is so obsessed with their own self yeah like, yeah that is fucking amazing bonkers yeah. it, he is in no way um sorry about it no, no like no. he's like yeah, so I did this thing. Like, oh, <laughs> uh, like he's yeah. sorry. He doesn't even seem sorry he got caught. No, 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 none mm. of it. Like it's all very uh, matter of fact. Yeah, you know, very I strange. Did this but, I did this. Watch me dance in jail. Yeah, <laughs> which at that point when that when that started happening, I was just like, what the fuck? <laughs> I'm just like, that's the perfect cat. Yeah, this is exactly where we need to land. But yeah, I, good again, answer. if you're feeling like I'm revealing too much or you're like, oh, I kind of feel like uh, don't worry about it because I watched it two days in a row and it was fascinating both times. Yeah. Check this fucking thing out because what a crazy story. Mm. What a crazy fucking story. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I don't know, man. I, and I just I'm still thinking about it. You know, I can't quite shake it off. Yeah. It's pretty, uh, pretty, pretty bonks. Yeah. The imposter, check that fucking show. Totally. And if you like the imposter again, watch Tall Hall Blonde because it's it's got yeah, a lot yeah, of the yeah, same yeah. elements. Yeah. Um, I watched something that wasn't a documentary that I'll mention super quickly. Um, so I've I don't seen... know. This is Doc Talk. <laughs> <laughs> I'd seen this movie before, and I rewatched it because uh, Matthew Price was watching it as, for an episode of his his podcast. Let's give Matthew Price a death. Mm-hmm. Wes Craven is the people under the stairs. Mm-hmm. Um. The right, last time yeah. I tried to watch this, I got like 15 minutes in, and I was like, I don't want to watch this yeah. right now. That's understandable. Um, but this time, somehow, I liked it more than ever, which really? isn't like I loved it or anything. I never really enjoyed that movie. It's like I, about I lo- a three-star. I was able to find the craziness and the wild tone changes enjoyable for what they were instead of like, why the fuck did you put this in my scary movie? Yeah. Which was how yeah. I had been watching it in the past. I, uh, and then now you watch it, it's just like, this is just like Goonies, but for like a slightly older folks. Like, yeah. I I watched it uh, 
like a, a long time ago when it first came out. Yeah. And uh, for the longest time, completely interwoven in my mind were the people under the stairs and the burbs. Yeah. So I would just <laughs> interchange uh, scenes. Well, they there's were all one, one long movie. There's movie. a scene in People Under the Stairs where uh, the, the main the main child actor goes up and knocks on the door and then this like weird little mail slot that you didn't notice before in the background goes like and like opens up and it's totally like a Joe Dante like comedy <laughs> thing yeah. and it's fucking hilarious. <laughs> and there's a few things that are really, really like cartoon funny and then there's things where it's like this is just basically home alone he's dropping bricks on people's faces and yeah, stuff. yeah and you're like that's a little bit much yeah. but so, but once in a while it hits the right kind of like just cartoon looney tunes but with a dark edge moment you're like i can see what you were trying to do here you, you know you didn't nail it but mm. there's some fun stuff in there it was yeah. just entertaining this time it wasn't like ugh like i had in the past but yeah, yeah. i wouldn't say like if you were a fan not a fan of it like run back and revisit it but i was like i got through it and i was like that was fun yeah. yeah, I think I'd like to go back and watch it just to see which parts of it are the burbs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Wait, I don't know. This was kind of part of my losing my religion. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, what's the word? I don't know. Faith in uh, West Craven. Oh, well, or I really started yeah. to see like, oh, he's not not good, not the master of horror. No, absolutely you know? not. He never really was. No, no, no. But I mean, I was really, I really bought into it when I was a little kid. Oh, was so did I. With horror. Yeah. I, read, I had Fangoria magazine, and so yeah. West Craven was like a big deal. And watching totally. this, I was like, I don't like this at all. And yeah. it has yeah. people in it I like, and like uh, fucking always creepy. Uh, uh, Big Big Ed from uh, Twin Peaks, and he's yeah. the, the werewolf uh, priest and, and the uh, Silver and, Bullet. Yeah, um, and his wife and the wife uh, in the movie was also the wife from Twin Peaks. Uh, they, they Roby. came back. Um, yeah. Oh, what is his fucking name? Hold I can't. On. I don't know. Uh, Everett McGill. Yeah, yeah, who's great. I, you know, he's awesome. He's just got some kind of presence about him that's pretty cool. And there's good. So there's things in it, but I yeah. just I, it was like this this start of it was the early '90s, and just yeah. there was something wrong he had with made horror movies good in, in that time period. You know what I mean? Definitely took a wrong turn. No, I, I think Wes Craven as a director is like spotty as hell. So yes. spotty, <laughs> and and even like the stuff that he was doing right after his early pictures, it's just like right away it was apparent. Yeah, like Deadly yeah. Blessing and Deadly Friend. You're oh, like right Deadly away Friend sucks so much. Right shit. away you're like turning around and making garbage. A couple yeah. movies later, Deadly <laughs> Friend's kind of funny though. Isn't yeah, it? I can watch Deadly yeah. Friend because it just so it's stupid. Got a awesome basketball death. <laughs> <laughs> a basketball take your head off man yeah. uh, scary basketball yeah oh my god <laughs> so terrible yeah, yeah. Uh, dan what else did you watch dan uh the only other thing i watched that i'll mention was i watched the director's cut of 54 because i had never oh. seen the film at all i've and never seen that either they just released a director's cut that they've played around at some film festivals which changes the movie hugely from what i've told i've heard Mike Myers is great. In it. Oh, he is great. In yes, it. he is. Uh, there is more wrong with the movie than a director's cut can fix. Oh, God, yeah. Um, not a good movie. <laughs> but the director's cut was okay. Yeah. Um, honestly, it's a weird thing to say about a movie that's like an hour and 40 minutes but and, yeah. and drags, but yeah, I, yeah, I yeah. think this movie needed to be like three hours. Yeah. Like oh, this wow. movie okay. needed to be like Casino or like a Scorsese, like yeah. long movie yeah. because there's things in it that they just touch upon, then they touch upon later, and then that's it. And you're like, I need a lot in between here for this to 
to feel right. Yeah, something yeah. of that sort of like epic nature, yeah. rise and fall, like definitely like a fever pitch high. You totally, know, you really got to slow build that shit. And yeah, really watch. It and they don't. No, no, but no. but it's the he's very cut, he is yeah. very good in it, very, and they change it a lot. Yeah. They change because like the whole uh, original cut of the movie took out like an entire thing where him and Breck and Meyer are like uh, like a whole love triangle. <laughs> <laughs> like they took out all of the homosexual stuff for the theatrical cut. They were like, uh, no thanks yeah. in 1998. I guess. Are, is really? that, do you think that's because of uh, them being afraid of the homosexual content, or they were like, ugh, Breck and Breck Meyer? And Meyer. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, the thing was that yeah, gay, gay people came out and were like. Like, we don't want uh, Brecken Meyer, thank you. We don't want him to represent us. Well, they test marketed it in like some mall in like Arkansas or something, and then everybody oh, was like everybody was exactly. like, no, no. Or, and then they, they re-edited it because of that. And it was like, I don't think that's like your demographic no, for no, this that's movie. Not who wants it. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, it's worth a watch, but it it it's it's still a movie that has uncapitalized potential that, you know, just wasn't wasn't done right and never yeah. will be, probably. Yeah. yeah. That's it for me. That's uh, it for yeah, you. Well, I watched a couple of other things. What did you watch? Uh, I watched a movie called Hot Tub Time Machine 2. Uh-huh, I oh. didn't bother. Uh, you yeah. know what? If you have zero expectations, yeah. it's great. That's how many really? I have. <laughs> uh, well, then that's how many you need. <laughs> because on, it just feels like... It's one of those movies that just feels like some friends fucking around for yeah. a while. But because of that and because it's... Uh, like, I mean, I don't know. Craig Robinson could fart on my head for yeah, two yeah. hours and it would still be kind of funny. Yeah. That guy is just naturally fucking yeah. hilarious. He's great. Um, Adam Scott is fucking hilarious. Yeah. And like every... Like, well, Had a bunch of likable people. People's, yeah, so, yeah, know. and I, I, I'm kind of on the fence about Clark Duke, if I'm being honest, mm-hmm. but he's like really likable and great in this movie, too. Yeah. You know, I mean, the first one was just some throwaway dumbness. The second one is so much dumber, Yeah, but but super fun. Yeah. Uh, yeah, if you have absolutely, like, if you're crazy hungover uh, one day and you don't want to think or, yeah, or yeah, anything yeah, sure. or move, yeah, put this on in front of you. Yeah. All right. Okay. Yeah, uh, I, I skipped it because I was like, I only thought the first one was kind of okay, and this one got even worse reviews. Yeah, so it was yeah. kind of like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it's way less. I mean, they're, they're, it's it's just just dick and poop. Yeah. yeah. Um. Right. Uh. Yeah. So, but you know what? Not bad. Watched. Uh, okay. Here's here's a um a segment called I watched twenty minutes of this. <laughs> uh, I watched twenty minutes of Pitch Perfect Two. Sucks. I watched uh, uh, 20 minutes of that Wachowski uh, show. Oh, I Sense watched eight. the whole first episode. Oh, I uh, kept on hitting play and then stopping immediately. Like, I don't know. I don't, so I, 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 not even a bit of dialogue did I get to. <laughs> oh, then you, you should uh, keep watching yeah. until you hear dialogue. Then you'll have a reason to shut this fucking thing <laughs> off. See, I watched it and I watched about 15 minutes of it and I turned yeah. it off. Yeah. And then I watched it again with Matt Price before we watched our movie and I'm, and we watched mo- pretty much all of it. I had to leave uh, like for the last five minutes but i got that later mm-hmm. when i got home but the second time around i was kind of like i'm starting to uh, like kind of enjoy this in a kind of outrageous soap opera kind of thing huh. uh and i think that's what it's supposed to be i was just like i i hate this this movie is screaming stupid things at me, <laughs> or show, or whatever the fuck I start, it was. It started to pique I, my interest with the, like, they're all connected, and eventually we'll find it out. And I was like, okay, I'm down. Yeah, yeah. I, I was like, yeah, they're all connected and everything, but uh, yeah, I, I didn't care. There was a couple of cool little concepts where they keep hearing each other's yeah. lives going on in their heads, and they're, like, mistaking things for things. And I'm like, all right, well, that's... 
that is entertaining for exactly 20 seconds, and now I just want to turn this shit off, which is <laughs> what it did. Mm. Uh, I watched an episode of uh, the show Terriers. That show's all right. That yeah, show is a pretty good show. So good. Yeah. I love it. Uh, mm. I, I'm only one episode in, but I will continue. Uh, in my opinion, Terriers is one of the great single season shows yeah. Yeah. of all time. Like, it's one of those shows that when I watched it, I was like, I cannot believe that there is not more of this for me to watch. Mm. Uh, yeah. Well, I, and hey, who knows? I, I think it's actually doing really well on Netflix. So mm-hmm. it could be one of those ones that get revived. Hmm. Uh, and then I watched a movie called Hits. Now I was going to watch that. Yeah, David Cross wrote and directed. Oh, right. Uh, a I movie heard that's really horrible. That instead should have been called Things David Cross Doesn't Like. Shits. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> yes. Should have been called Shits. God, it was it it was literally like like um having David Cross yell things he doesn't like into your face mm. for an hour and 45 minutes. There's some a lot of fun stuff in it. There's a couple of great lines cuz David Cross is a naturally very funny person. Yeah. But man does he have an agenda and man does he try to push it in the smuggest way possible. Huh. It is a it's it's a mess. Huh. Uh yeah, really disappointed. <sighs> And I'm done. <laughs> I saw Kung Fury. Oh, yeah. Oh, you did watch it. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's a load of fun. Yeah. It is, it's eh? great that it's a half an hour. Yeah, totally. Yeah. I could end it and I'm like, yep, that's how long that's supposed to be. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'd watch a different half an hour of something else like that. If yeah. This guy, this guy's definitely got something going. Totally, totally. That I really enjoy. Yeah. And you were totally right. When it tried to be jokey is when it wasn't funny. Yeah. Or as funny. Like, it wasn't the worst. No, but... But the the just playing it straight... Uh, as ridiculous I, as it was. Yeah, yeah. Like, that. there was some fucking fantastic shit. Then the animated segment is so good. It's really great. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They yeah, nailed I'll, I'll watch that, that again. Because, it, again, it's so short. Like, yeah. I'm like, I will totally watch that shit again. The fucking... Yeah, it just starts... Like perfectly, it's because it is only half an hour long. It is just yeah. ram packed with stuff going on. Definitely, yeah. It, it, what a treat! Yeah, really, really. Yeah, I gotta good. check that out. I really yeah, do. It's really easy to find. It's all over the damn internet. So yep. check that shit out. The only other uh, thing I saw was I rewatched because I'd been doing all kinds of uh, rearranging of my uh, uh, apartment while Athena was away trying to do. I had the worst time with furniture. <laughs> I was trying to <laughs> did it. <laughs> Did it keep moving? Yeah, he, well, yeah, kind of, because I I was looking at, I have this couch that's way too big in this room that it shouldn't be in, but I just, <laughs> like, it, I had to, I didn't know what else to do with it, so I was like, you know what, I, I've got this futon couch in, on the upstairs room, I'll take that downstairs, because the upstairs room is bigger, and then I'll move the big couch up there, and everything oh, will be man. great. Oh, man, move a big couch alone? It's not very heavy, it's okay. just, like, super long, and so, but it was hot, and I so I, I fucking get the couch out the room, and I take the futon downstairs, and I carry the couch up the stairs, and I just get to the point where I gotta, like, turn, yeah. and it just <laughs> hits the ceiling, and I'm yeah. like, no, and so I fucked with it for, like, a half an hour, I'm like, damn it, and I took it down, and I turned it around, because I thought, yeah. I'll have a different angle here, and I took it up, up, and eh, and I got about an inch further, and I'm like, God! Damn it! Yeah, how many times did you punch that couch? Oh my god, I lost my fucking mind. All these yeah. noises that I was making. And I, so I fought with her for like an hour until I was like, fine! And I took it back downstairs. But I'm like, oh, I'll take the couch from the living room, put that in the front room, and then I'll just put the big couch back in the living room, and then I'll still have some more room in the front yeah. room. And then so I took apart that, and I took all the feet off all the couches, and I took the couch, and I went to put it in the front room, and it's smaller than the big couch, so I thought it would go in just fine. It's smaller it's in, you know, lengthwise, but yeah. height-wise, it's a little bigger. Ah. Uh. So it didn't go in. So anyway, yeah. after seven hours of moving, should I just put everything back to how it was? Yeah. Nothing. Uh... <laughs> you, know, you know what you, you, know you got to stop doing uh-huh. when your wife goes away? Cocaine. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> quit it. Uh, 
so yeah, I didn't do anything with, but I finally reattached. I fucking set up all my uh, speakers and the DVD player, and I was like, oh, I better check, make sure I got the sound on. So I put on the Dark Knight Rises okay. on Blu-ray because I have it on Blu-ray, which I haven't watched yeah. yet, and uh, I haven't seen it since the theaters. Which and I, I liked it when I saw it in theaters, and I was watching it. And I'm like, I still like parts of this, but what a fucking mess that movie is. Definitely, it is. It was, oh yeah. man, it's really disjointed, and there's so much just. Uh, unexplained yeah. stuff going on and just like things that don't need to be there. Definitely. It's like if this movie was shorter or just focus, it doesn't need to be shorter. If this movie just focused on Bane b- taking out Gotham where he yeah. like cuts it off from the rest of the world and makes it into a fucking like a John Carpenter movie, you know, yeah. where everyone's trapped in there yeah. and he's this crazy warlord of Gotham and Batman has to fight his way back in. That's a great movie. That's a wonderful movie. You don't need the cop who just figures out who Batman is. Yeah. For no reason other than my parents died too. So, yeah, I get it. Yeah. Bruce. Uh-huh. <laughs> my parents died too, and I'm probably Batman. So, yeah. you must be Batman. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, ludicrous, you know, and you don't really even need Catwoman there. Although I did, I Hathaway did a pretty good job, I thought. Yeah. Uh, but then having Talia Al Ghul come in the end and just take all the fucking uh, depth and scope of the villain of Bane out from under him, and then he just sort of dies in the corner. It's just like you just, <laughs> you just tanked yourself. Like it was, it's surprising to see what a huge mess that movie is when you really kind of look at the previous work, of Chris yeah. Nolan. But then having just watched Interstellar, which is kind of yeah. yeah. Totally. I'm like, I don't know, buddy. <laughs> oh my God, is he shamalaning? <laughs> ah, it's not that bad. I, oh fuck! I, I rewatched Signs. Oh yeah. Oh man. Yeah, and that's like that's another like almost great movie. Totally. Until it yeah. totally fucking sucks. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I I heard it uh, on, on another podcast uh, that I have been listening to frequently. Um, I heard it described as uh, uh, the because it, it's a ridiculous fucking movie. But he's like, so the the conceit of this movie is that uh, millions of people in, uh, in the entire history of the world have suffered from asthma so that one guy could defeat some aliens. <laughs> <laughs> Not a bad point. Yeah, yeah. And the aliens uh, attack a planet that is nearly entirely covered in the only thing that can kill them. Yeah. <laughs> and and just a, a tiny glass of it can kill them. Yeah. Yeah. Swing away. Yeah. Swing away, dummy. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, and, and also another great point about that is that, and I don't know if this was the intention or not, but because Shmamalan already, uh, like, always puts himself into his movies. Yeah. Um, halfway through the movie the director shows up and tells the main character how to kill the aliens yeah (laughs) yeah what a bummer yeah because there's stuff in it that's very good totally a couple of jump scares that are fucking outstanding yeah Yeah. they are outstanding the the hitchcock score is good even Mm -hmm. though it is a total ripoff it's a very good one yeah and And, uh and and joaquin phoenix is great in it and you watch it and you're like oh it's michael ian black yeah right <laughs> <laughs> which i th- which is so weird because when i saw it, it it was one of those i saw it and i didn't know and then somebody was talking no about showalter it. oh showalter, showalter yeah not yeah. me in black yeah and then and then like somebody linked that scene on youtube because yeah. it was like check this out like i didn't know who he was at the time and no, i watched either. it and it was like whoa yeah yeah he's and I'm like, trying to act he's, <laughs> <laughs> he's fine I, you know but yeah. I, now but that i, I know like who when he michael is michael showalter tries to act it's like when kevin mcdonald tries to act yeah, well isn't he like he's, he's, like you're always a little funny yeah doesn't yeah he have like I'll, a leather jacket yeah he looks like, ridiculous hey, yeah <laughs> 
his hair is kind of yeah. He's supposed to be like a leather, like a sleeveless leather jacket, you know, yeah. street tough, <laughs> hanging hanging out at the military yeah. sign up. You know, I don't know. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah, well, I don't know. Stupid movie. Whatever. <laughs> yeah. Ah. Uh, well. That right, so that's it. About an hour. Is that about an hour? Yeah. Well, isn't that well, great? Did it. Unless we have anything else. No. All right. Well, then we should get into film roulette. So let's do it. Film roulette is a weekly segment where the three of us roll a die and the two high rollers get to go see something good this week. Casey and I went and saw Love and Mercy while while Greg saw Entourage the movie as the losing experienced. film. Experienced. Experienced in yeah. D-Box, the yeah. Entourage the film. <laughs> you get splashed with vodka while you're watching the movie. <laughs> um, and we listened to Hot Space by Queen at the hands of Greg and a listener last week. Uh, that was the Punishment album. And then we will roll for movies next week and talk about another album next week. But first... Casey and I, as I mentioned, we went and saw Love and Mercy, directed by Bill uh, Bill Pold, um, starring John Cusack, Paul Dano, Elizabeth Banks, uh, and Paul Giamatti. This film uh, is described on IMDb as, in the 1960s, Beach Boy leader Brian Wilson struggles with emerging psychosis as he attempts to craft his avant-garde pop masterpiece. In the 1980s, he is a broken, confused man under the 24-hour watch of shady therapist Dr. Eugene Landy, played by Paul Giamatti. Elizabeth Banks plays his wife, uh, and John Cusack and Paul Dano both play Brian Wilson. Um, And yeah, there's some other people in this, but we'll get to that. Um, How do you want to talk about this? I was really excited and nervous because I saw some of the trailers and they looked pretty good. And I was worried about the performances just because, like, I had hoped that John Cusack was going to be really good. And I hoped that Paul Dano was going to be really good because I, I love the Beach Boys mm-hmm. and, and I find the story fascinating. Mm-hmm. So I had relatively high hopes, not like scary excited for it, but I was like, I'm looking forward to this. So mm-hmm. what what were you like uh, going in? Same. Uh, I, I mean, I, I my knowledge of the, the Beach Boys is... You know, much I, I grew up with them, and yeah. and uh, well, with their music. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you didn't grow up in the fifties. <laughs> I, I didn't grow up. in it the It was 50s. weird, and all like California. the footage of yeah. them, and there was like a guy in the corner that kind of looked like you, and I was like, "Is that Casey? Like an actor playing Casey?" <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was me. I I wasn't invited to be in the band. <laughs> no. That's why the guy in the corner always had a scowl on his face. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, but yeah, and and it is he is such a such an interesting person, and and. There is such a sympathetic character yeah. uh, that I, I was very interested to see. I was sure that Paul Dano would be great mm-hmm. uh, and it would would just play him perfectly. And I was uh, worried that John Cusack would not. Yeah. Uh, it sounds like you were sure of something. And does that mean that you did not like Paul Dano? Uh oh okay no I <laughs> thought Paul Dano was amazing okay I thought he was great yeah I really I and I thought John Cusack was great too I agree um I thought that I I really thought that Elizabeth Banks could have been great if she had have been given anything to do yeah I I thought that she was really good I didn't think that she she's not given the kind of material to kind of like blow the doors down but I also enjoyed that it wasn't you know a, a lot of her character is 
she is entering a relationship with this man that's being controlled and i kind and i did like that it wasn't like and then she swoops in and it has to be a perfect save the day thing but you know she's doing what she can she's doing under what these she circumstances can. yeah which is great and and they they i i really like that they just tried to make her a very normal person because yeah. i got the feeling that she was just a nice normal person yeah i like that but too. i don't think they went into her deep enough no she's not really given the kind of you know mental focus uh, or storyline like in terms of which, the kind of focus that brian wilson is giving which is what you very literally see inside of him like you know inside his brain yeah and stuff. that brings me to my problem <laughs> this this is not a great movie mm. it's a it's a solidly okay movie it's a very watchable movie i was never bored but it's i think it's a little heavy-handed um i don't think we needed to go in his ear yeah, in the one, it's like one shot though. Two shots, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and I didn't like that. Uh, what I did really like at points was the sound design. Oh, the sound design in this movie is phenomenal. Um, and uh, especially uh, because, like you know, the 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 story famously is that uh, Brian Wilson uh, started hearing voices. Yeah, Excuse after me. having a uh, panic attack on a plane. Right. Um. His uh, uh, dad was uh, much more of a, a, a real piece of shit yeah, than I he even imagined. Them. Yeah, um, but like, not just like the the guy, the actor. I don't know who that was. The actor who played the dad was amazing. Yeah, his performance was fucking phenomenal. Um, but uh, uh, there, there. So there's scenes where he. Uh, sound like like you you just hear these sort of sound collages of yeah. uh, people's voices and of little little clips of beach boys songs and, yeah and they're all melding together and kind of flowing in and out of each it's other like you can hear brian wilson like like being you know assaulted by these insane voices but also the where he's picking up the things that he would then turn into songs and you can and you can feel you it, it makes you feel what it must be like yeah like mm-hmm. it's it feels so authentic and then the camera comes out of his ear. <laughs> yeah, but it's not and like... I'm like, I didn't need to come out of his ear. I get where we are right now. I understand yeah, what we're doing. But it's also not like they zoom the camera into his ear and then you see like a bunch of little floaty things around. Like they do kind of like use it within sort of a collage of visuals. So for me, I wasn't so like, oh, that's that's silly because it was kind of just like, you know... The camera doesn't like zoom into his ear and then like we go into the ear and then we flow around the canal for a few minutes and then get into the brain. It's just like no. you see like a tunnel effect and no, then all of a sudden it's not like the beginning of a Marvel movie. No. But uh <laughs> but it, it I don't know, I just I that that it was a minor yeah. problem. It was not the biggest problem. No, I, I thought the fucking coolest thing and I, I'm like sound wise i don't even know how they did this there's a scene where they're at the dinner table yeah and that starts to happen to them but it it's with all of the, the clinking and forks and knives and stuff mm-hmm. like that and he starts to hear it and it's this ma- mishmash of like of kind of clattering and, and, and like, like dishes yeah. and stuff like that and people hitting things and then you start to hear it like just just interlaced with all this crazy massive sound you just start hearing these little counter rhythms yeah and they're so subtle and so little and then you start to kind of go like that's how he heard the world he heard the world in these in the world was just this fucking mess of counter rhythms and and counter melodies which is why his his sense of melody is and sense of harmony Mm -hmm. is uh yeah which is why he would then go and tell a bassist to play like in a different uh key or whatever right like the mo uh, yeah 
the most compelling parts of this movie are, are the parts in the studio. Uh, and that's where Paul Dano uh, fucking excels in this role. I, j- mm-hmm. I wish the movie had been better because I think this could have been a huge fucking thing for Paul Dano. Yeah, yeah. I think it still is mostly. I think it's not going to be a huge thing in the terms of this isn't probably going to like light up the box office or be like a huge, huge picture. Mm-hmm. I really, really liked it with some caveats. Yeah. I think um some of the supporting cast there was the guy that plays mike love in a few scenes i was like i don't think you're nailing this um i didn't think he was trying yeah (laughs) um i i liked that it skirts like like some of the things that i think could that i think people might not like about it i would i like i liked that it sort of skirted towards being a, a standard biopic but like got away from that in just the right ways that I was okay with it being like, I know this is going to in some ways adhere to this is how we make this kind of movie. But the, the structure of flipping back and forth between the times you think is going to be kind of like, okay, it's going to be gimmicky or whatever. But the way that they've structured the screenplay is actually really fucking cool. And the, the jumping back and forth, it doesn't play off as like, okay, you're just flipping between two stories and there's no No, point to it. It's like, it really plays off well. Yeah. It's, it's, interwoven well enough i would have liked i i didn't actually like that uh, yeah. I, I didn't want to go back and forth but i really did want to see both performances because i really 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 enjoyed john cusack in well this. I, I i would have liked for it, it, there to be two movies i yeah. like i would like to have seen mm. the paul dano and, and literally i would like to have just followed paul dano around uh, as Brian Wilson yeah. followed him around for a bit, I re- and then jumped to yeah. uh, to the John Cusack one and followed him around for a bit. Yeah, and oh, and I, I mean, uh, his relationship with uh, Paul Giamatti plays uh, Eugene Landy. Yeah, uh, it fucking Paul Giamatti once again knocks it out of the. I liked part. Paul Giamatti. I felt like of all of them, he was the most that was. He was the most just like okay, you're being Paul Giamatti. That's great. But I, I, the thing about Cusack that I liked so much was, um, well, first of all, it's like a great performance, and it's been a while since we've seen a real fucking yeah. solid great performance from him. Quite but I, I really liked that, uh, you know, he's, and and I don't know if I've seen this of him in this kind of a context, but he's, you know, he's playing with his like deck of actor cards. You know, he has the things that he can do, like the moments of the like boyish Cusack that he does things like that you would expect from his younger kind of roles shine through, but in a way that's so perfectly well, feel right for so, Wilson. It's so, yeah, because it's so, um, fragile. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, his, his performance in, in uh, is probably the most complex in this yeah. whole thing. Because he's doing kind of like the sort of weird twitchy, you know, eccentric, but at the same time he, he'll throw out like a charming line because yeah. Brian Wilson can be really charming. He was a really charming and really brilliant person. But now is very just like, I just say things and I say like, I've read interviews with him where he just said like, yep, nah, not really. Huh? Nah. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like just won't interact with some people sometimes because you just can't. Right. And so like you really get that kind of like, I can see you in there yeah. coming out once in a while. Yeah. But you're struggling. <laughs> Yeah, and and he played that so he played that so perfectly. Yeah, like but but there was always that honesty. Like and, and I yeah. love that with her with his relationship with her. He always just had that connection with her. Yeah, so he was just kind of like he could sit there at dinner and, and just he had zero like, filter, and yeah. so he could just sit there and go, oh yeah. My- 
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. My dad beat me to, like, mercilessly. Yeah. Uh, and uh, so, so, yeah, there, there was, like, their relationship was really nice. Uh, I, I I loved Paul Giamatti. I thought he was. Um, he's. I mean, he's fantastic. Like, and, and, and I feel like he played the. He played what I would assume Doctor Landy would have been. Yeah. Uh, which was just a awful, horrible, person. fucking manipulative. Yeah. See you next uh, <laughs> day before Wednesday. Yeah. You gotta go. <laughs> you gotta go on YouTube and type in Brian Wilson, Eugene Landy. There's a like a one minute clip that somebody has taken out of like a TV interview. Where Eugene Landy and Brian Wilson are on this couch, and Eugene Landy has his arm around Brian. He's like basically spooning him. Yeah. And and the interviewer says something, and then Landy's like, you know, Brian Wilson like almost you know was almost dead, and and we thought he was gonna be the next Elvis, and Brian Wilson is like drugged up clearly, and he's like touching his face, and he's just going like, oh no, and the whole time Landy is like got his arm and his like leg on him and he's like patting him and he's like no we didn't want that right brian and like totally treating him like a child and like you should not be like spooning your you know the person you're taking care of like that on television it's so like everything about this is wrong yeah yeah and well and and also i mean i i love uh oh you know what something that i would have liked to have seen them play um the two actors be a little bit more in sync was uh the relationship between Paul Dano's uh, Brian Wilson and his father, yeah, um, uh, set against the relationship between uh, Cusack's um, Brian Wilson and Doctor Landy, yeah, like how he just he's confused and frightened and and just ultimately accepting of any yeah. abusive male uh, role totally. model. Uh, I, I I I think this is another movie that could have stretched they could have straddled longer. The li- yeah, it could have I, been I a three-hour movie. I would have liked another hour of this movie. Yeah. And then I, you would really get the definitions and the playoffs of the relationships yeah, between. Yeah, and, and honestly, I feel like it, had I gotten another hour of this movie, I would have um, the the intercutting of the two would have started to to uh, yeah. feel organic and and interesting. Yeah, and, and not that it wasn't. No, like, yeah, because I like that it worked and it was put together and there was a reason for it and it, and it all kind of plays out well. I just thought, yeah, some of the the supporting cast for me wasn't there and yeah and, and yeah or, or it was could have been. It could have been next level, yeah. and instead, I just got a really great movie. I really yeah. enjoyed it. Yeah, uh, I think my favorite thing, um, my favorite thing in the whole movie, uh, was at the very end in the credits. They show uh, a oh. live performance of Brian Wilson doing the song "Love and Mercy," yeah. and it's beautiful. It's beautiful, and it comes after such 
not a slog, but a lot of the stuff with Cusack is, I was very emotionally like affected just because it's so sad, like what happened to him and like the way, uh, the kind of person that he was and the kind of person he became and how the movie charts that by flipping back and forth and just seeing like him especially with eugene landy just being okay with like being drugged up well not okay but like being brainwashed into like uh, accepting all this stuff yeah. and then to see the real brian wilson performing this like gorgeous song at the end and in the movie when they have those moments where they do the songs and stuff oh yeah oh that's another thing fucking paul dano sings the shit yeah out of this fucking performance did he do his own singing uh he did some of it yeah. and then like it, it, it's really great actually the way they um the way they they use him singing and then they'll meld that like kind of yeah. seamlessly into it being um like a track of the actual beast yeah. beach boys i was gonna say beastie boys uh beach boys <laughs> beachy uh, boys, boys. <laughs> <laughs> the <beachy> boys. <laughs> you fight for your right to have good vibration <laughs> um uh them like recording or whatever mm-hmm. uh yeah just yeah. just elements of of greatness and, and overall it this movie doesn't fail yeah like I would recommend it's one of those things where there's so much to Brian's life that you know you obviously have to cut it into some kind of thing that can be sent to theaters for everybody to see and not just be like a three hour art film yeah and you see it straddling that line but it made me I wanted it to be more like uh, fuck you uh, we're adding another hour to this movie because I like I love Brian Brian Wilson so much yeah I keep wanting to say Brian Williams too which (laughs) I think that's wrong. Um, uh, but like, yeah, I just I wanted more. I wanted yeah. more of his relationship with his first wife and and uh, yeah. his relationship with his kids, mm-hmm. who he was he wasn't allowed to see. Yeah, it's uh, crazy. Yeah, yeah. I'm hoping you know if this thing comes out on Blu-ray, like or when it comes in on Blu-ray, Blu-ray, that there's like a good solid chunk of like special features with like lots of other stuff to watch yeah. and that would be really cool yeah for yeah. sure i would definitely recommend it yeah me too yeah i'm really ha- i was i was overall really happy with it um so all right well we were pretty happy with love and mercy uh greg went and saw the ride ain't over entourage as the poster says yeah um, or maybe you gotta ask yourself did greg go see entourage oh yeah oh my god written and directed by doug allen who created this television show starring adrian grenier uh kevin connelly jerry ferreira what's his face uh yeah jeremy piven Mm -hmm. uh lots of cameos from the looks of it lots and lots of cameos uh so if you haven't heard of the show imdb describes the movie's plot as movie star vincent chase together with his boys eric turtle and johnny are back and back in business with super agent turned studio head airy gold on a risky project that will serve as vince's directorial debut yeah. Oh boy, that does not sound like anything I want to watch. No, yeah, um, I tuned out from the. Uh, from the <laughs> You've uh, just been demoted to silver. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, did you uh, did you get a spray tan before you went? Or <laughs> I have never tried so hard to pirate a movie because <laughs> I uh, just no interest. It was pissing me off that I had to go see this like so intensely. Yeah. Uh, and I just couldn't do it. It's just not anywhere because I don't think anyone cares. Yeah, uh, or maybe, I don't know. Is new. it doing well? Does anyone know? I have no idea. It I'll find must that. be. Well, there's people there. I saw this at uh, you know at one thirty on a Tuesday afternoon, and at the sh- fucking Carlton. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> it's like the most depressing place to go watch rich people be dicks. Yeah. Uh, um, and there was people <laughs> in there. saw like the rich dicks movie yeah. in the filthiest <laughs> theater. <laughs> uh, this uh, thing made just over $10 million, uh on the opening weekend and is just rounding out uh, just under $17 million, uh, Really? Uh, total so far in cost? week one. Uh, I can find. Couldn't that have out. cost much because this is just a big long episode. Yeah, it really like there's nothing. Else. I am not up to date on the story. Didn't matter. Uh, no, I can't imagine. No, uh, I don't think the story mattered on the show. No, because it starts on a boat and the movie is immediately like, "Hey, guess what? This is a movie so tits." <laughs> uh, <laughs> apparently, on Wikipedia it says budget thirty million, and Wikipedia says box office so far twenty one point nine million. Uh-huh. Uh, All right, well. So it's getting there. Well, Doug Ellen said he thinks it's... He's always visualized that it's a trilogy. Oh, God. (laughs) He's always visualized Yeah, 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 right now, buddy. Sure, this is totally like a part one of a movie. uh... Uh, Yeah, it starts on a big yacht party or whatever, and there's boobs all over the place, and uh, I guess Vince and Chase got married, and now he's divorced. The woman's never in it. If so, I don't know if that was part of the show or just something alluded to. I have no idea. I don't really give a shit because it doesn't matter. Don't okay. phrase these things like questions because Dan or I won't be able to answer. <laughs> <laughs> and then he's like, uh, he's like, let's. I gotta do something, man. I'm calling Ari. And they're like, Ari's retired. And he's like, nope, now he's a studio head. I'll call him. And he calls Ari. And he's like, hey, Ari. And he's like, Vinny Chase. And he's like, okay, my next thing. And he's like, yeah. He's like, I'm gonna direct. And they're like, oh. And then that goddamn Jane's Addiction song plays. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah! Yeah! <laughs> oh, my God. And it does the whole credits. Like, it plays that whole... Like, at least that the show keeps a very short version of that terrible song by a band I love. Uh, oh, yeah! But this is, like, the whole song for the longest credits, because everyone who has a cameo in it's fucking credits do they do the opening of the show yeah like uh where everybody's in the windshield and the every everywhere it's all the yeah all the like uh street signs yeah. and fucking uh, store names gross or, yeah and so it's long and uh yeah it's just like a really stupid long fucking episode so like and then we just like so that he's like i'm gonna direct and I'm like i'm like this isn't like a plot point it's like super famous actor who's been famous for like 15 years is going to direct a movie yeah yeah that happens no one gives a fuck it's not that big of a risk is either. it because he's an idiot it's no it's, it's a risk. Just, and then we just cut was to, that his character on the show no, that i he just was assume that he's an idiot no oh. he's not he just like he's not anything he doesn't have all he does is like yeah that's what i this thought. is f- like four really unpleasant dudes yeah yeah like really horrible guys uh there are different kinds of horrible <laughs> you know um, uh, I guess I don't know. The least worst one is Turtle. Uh, yeah, <laughs> Turtle. He, he does the the least amount of like misogynistic uh, horribleness. Does doesn't he just spend the whole movie uh, trying to to date Ronda Rousey? Is yeah, that that's essentially his character arc in yeah, this film. I He's skinny it. now. That's his plot point. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. So, so they can get some fat we, we, jokes we, in there. We, we, yeah, so we which, get the, oh, I, yeah, fucking, there are some fat jokes. Or they just talk about how skinny he is and they call him Karen Carpenter and stuff like that. Uh, so <laughs> then we cut to eight months later and they've almost finished finished making the movie. And I, I, this is the thing I find so, we're supposed to be like, it's a big fucking, oh my God, Vincent Chase is going to direct. But he just doesn't seem like a guy who would even, seems interested in being in movies. It's not like, they don't show this guy as an actor who has any interest in acting or... 
like when the show started, or anything. it just like, oh, here's like a look at the. Uh, I thought anyway, I thought that's what it was supposed to be. It's like here's like kind of a look at the Hollywood machine and how it works if you're an actor trying to be in it. Right. He, he never rehearses anything or <laughs> tr- is working on monologues or is he just walks around loaded trying to bang chicks. And I'm yeah. just like, I hate this fucking guy so much. And the actor is so ugh, he's yeah, just that guy, he's just a greasy <laughs> yeah, mess. He just sucks. And so he's yeah, he's fin- he's making this big budget uh, version of it's called Hyde like Jekyll and Hyde oh uh, god and uh, he's got to make but he needs a few more million to finish it and Ari's like now I've got to go get money from the financiers I hate going to Texas so he goes to Texas to get money from the financiers who's Billy Bob Thornton and his son Haley Joel Osment uh, uh, who's a lot in this movie and unpleasant oh is he? he's just well he's playing like a shitty guy uh, but <laughs> I just don't know yeah, Kelly Joel Osment. I I feel like he's trying to make a comeback. He is. There a movie on Netflix. They keep trying. Yeah, to get me to and watch. he was That's in. Uh, yeah. He was in uh, uh, Tusk. Oh yeah, yeah, that, yeah right. I, I think he's either. trying to do a lot of uh, a lot of like kind of indie stuff to yes. build up that cred. And yeah, then Entourage. Right. Oh, it's yeah. Ugh. 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 This whole thing was just. I just sat there waiting for it to be over, and it just felt longer because there isn't really a linear story to follow. It's just like here's a bunch of scenes. Yeah. So like Turtle's story is like he's just like he's made a bunch of money from tequila, and yeah. he runs into Ronda Rousey and he wants to date her, and she invites him over, and they tell him that it's gonna it, that she only wants to do business with him, and so he gets there and acts like a business meeting. And then she's pissed off because it was a date, and then later she's like, "If you fight me in the ring." Maybe I'll go on a date with you, and she breaks his arm. That's all that happens with that. Wow. And then you got... Uh, I like her. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not just because she breaks an idiot's yeah, arm, but yeah. uh, I, I genuinely... She's yeah. a terrible actress. Oh, yeah, yeah, But yeah. I really enjoyed watching her in The Expendables 3. Yeah. Uh, and then you got... Uh, what do you got there? E... Oh, you know that guy? Entity. Yeah. Oh, God, I can't stand <laughs> hey, him. Hey, so, you're welcome. <laughs> he's he's supposed to be like the sympathetic one, I think. Yeah, like I think he's so. supposed to be the one you really relate to because he used to manage a pizza shop, and now he's. Why you wouldn't know, they make that into, the main character? <laughs> I don't know. So he then he's the and what his storyline is? He's not with his ex girlfriend who's pregnant. She's six months pregnant. No, they haven't been together for six months. She is very close to giving birth. Pregnant. He is banging this really young girl, and uh, then that doesn't work out, so he bangs another really young girl. Turns out they know each other, and they try and trick him by one saying they're pregnant, the other one saying they have herpes, but then they just go, we don't, and he's like, hey, great, uh, and then ends up, I guess, hooking up with the pregnant one again? That's his storyline. That's the whole movie. Yeah. <laughs> it like it's just a bunch of this kind of shit. But, it's a soap opera. Yeah, but but a soap opera that's like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just these scummy fucking dudes. It's worse than Sex in the City. Yeah, it's worse. Uh, it's just as vapid, but it's just it's grosser. These people suck so fucking bad. Although it it does sound like they've accurately turned Mark Wahlberg's personality into a movie. <laughs> yeah, totally. Which I think that's what this is, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. It's based on his shit when he came yeah. to Hollywood. But the funniest thing in the whole movie was you when you get a clip of the movie that Vincent Chase is directed oh, and starred man. in. That's like people are like, it's amazing. Oh, wow. It's amazing. And what it is is like, I have no idea how it's Jekyll and Hyde based, but you only see one scene from it, and it's the opening. And he's like a DJ at a rave. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> oh my and the god. people are going nuts and then he puts on this weird glove and he looks at the crowd and they're like <laughs> and he shoots these yellow pellets like glowing pellets out of this glove into people's mouths they're like nom, nom. <laughs> <laughs> and then that uh, is amazing yeah and then they all turn around they're like and then the cops are there and they're pointing laser guns at him and stuff like that and he turns red and that's it that's all he's showing I'm like <laughs> Good Where, was it drugs that he shot into them or was it like yeah them it, into it seemed like ecstasy glowing ecstasy okay. bulbs that shoot out of his magic dj glove <laughs> <laughs> just, i was like i don't understand what because i will give them credit when they worked when they did the whole aquaman thing on entourage and then they did a lead up because they were like the easiest way to do this and not have it seem be ridiculous is show you the lead up, and then we'll go to after. So they never, yeah. had to, you never had to see that guy in the ridiculous Aquaman or yeah. outfit, right? right. And you, they just had that trailer of him, like, and it felt like a real trailer. They did an Aquaman okay. trailer. I didn't see that. Me either. Yeah, it's not great, but it felt like an actual. Trailer. Okay, I get it. I see yeah. how this is a thing, right? Yeah. And this that is just the opposite show, of that. Yeah. It was like this doesn't look like any movie ever. You know? <laughs> like that, even the Transmorphers people would have done a better job. Yeah, you know? like, this is fucking ridiculous. I don't even understand how this is supposed to be anything. And everyone's like, it's amazing. And then at the end of the movie, it's nominated for all these Golden Globes and shit like that. You're like, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, yeah, I don't know, J- Johnny Drama, who I generally have liked the most just because I think Kevin Dillon's a good actor. Uh, he and this, he's just exhausting. And, yeah. like, his big story arc is that there, a sex tape of him masturbating comes out. Huh. It's, you know? it's funny because he's yeah. masturbating. But it's okay because then he wins a Golden Globe for masturbating? <laughs> yeah, that's a new category. <laughs> oh, sweet. Yeah. Honestly, if that... Yeah. Guys, I'll see you at the Golden Globes. <laughs> got a solid D. <laughs> yeah. I've, got, I've a, got hours of footage of myself. He wins a Golden Globe for his participation in the movie within a movie. Yeah. Okay, because I was going to oh, say... Oh, he's in... He's in uh, is that what it is? Yeah, um, yeah, he's in Vincent Chase's movie. Because I was going to say Pellets, I would DJ? legitimately have found it hilarious if for no reason at the end of the movie they gave him a golden globe for his masturbating sex tape yeah. in like some kind of like they dumb might twist. as well yeah it, i would have it been makes like, any eh, sense good on you that's stupid yeah. and funny yeah yeah it's just it's just watching rich pieces of shit be pieces of shit to people who are other kinds of pieces of shit yeah, yeah. like it just there's nothing likable about any moment of this the jokes aren't good the script is terrible it's wickedly misogynistic these characters are the fucking Worst, yeah. And I watched it for an hour and forty five yeah. minutes, and just waiting and it for it to stop. Made, just and like it's fucking made most stuff. of its money back. Ugh. Yeah, well, and, yeah. So yeah, that's what they were like. They want to make sequels. They feel like they will as long as it's received well. <laughs> well, uh, and I read this. There's this review. This is funny. Uh, uh, where is it here? Um, oh, I lost it. Is it the uh, from Wikipedia? No, it's from uh, Time Out New York. Entourage can't muster enough conflict for a podcast let alone a feature. And I tell you what, I agree, because I barely know what to say about this. Yeah. <laughs> I well, can't even fill out a segment. It's just like, yeah, watch four shitty people who aren't very good actors act like shitty people doing shitty things to other people. <laughs> oh, I like how on the uh, cinema cinema score polls, audiences gave Entourage an average grade of A- minus on an A-plus mm-hmm. scale. Yeah. So audiences loved it. Yeah. Because audiences are a piece of shit. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> this movie's like if what if People magazine kind of a was uh, statement? was for shitty men and a movie. Yeah. 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 <laughs> 
Yeah, yeah. But yeah. this is just like shaking a who wore it best article in front of your face for an hour and 45 minutes. <laughs> I worked for I worked for like a, a low level office of like uh, of like, uh, I don't know. I feel like the I, I know the audience for this. Yeah. And that's exactly what you just said is, is exactly what they want. What they want. Yeah. yeah. It's just like nothing really has to resolve or anything. No, yeah. yeah, and they told man they just threw tits all over the place in this movie. Yeah, yeah. Well, we're on the big screen, or they yeah. were doing that in HBO, right? Or yeah, okay. oh yeah, yeah. Were there boobs in the show? Oh, there was boobs assumed. all over. Were the there? Show. I feel ahoy. like I only saw it when it was like being reruns on like a superstation or something. Oh yeah, no, so, I, no boobs. I saw. I owned like the first season. Yeah. Uh because I remember, oh, it's HBO, you know, it's yeah, not yeah, TV, yeah. it's HBO. Uh, <laughs> it's, uh, so, yeah, it's a real, you know, gritty, hard-hitting look. At <laughs> <laughs> a couple of fucking shitty people. Yeah. 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 Oh, my God. Gross. Um, um, well. Fuck. I hated this so much. Well, we listened to something. Yeah. yeah. Let's turn so, our attention from that a to listener. my buddy, <laughs> give me. I plan to listen to some of this. I didn't. Okay. Well, Casey and I, at the hands of Greg and a listener who suggested this album, yeah. uh, gave us Queen's Hot Space, released on uh, May 1982. Uh, this is their 10th album, uh, making a notable shift in direction. They were, a long for a long time, a band that were anti-synthesizers. And on this album, rely heavily on drum machines and synth, especially mm-hmm. at least for a majority of the, of the album. It's not entirely... No, it's a. It's uh, almost like the first it's half. It's a flippy and then, floppy yeah. Uh, album. Yeah, uh, it's uh, one of the old flippy floppies. Crap. <laughs> now I actually didn't it realize was like taking a hot crap. <laughs> <laughs> I actually didn't realize that this uh, has under pressure. Has on under it? pressure yeah. on it. So there's that. Yeah, that's one of the best songs ever, ever by anyone. That is hands down one of the best songs ever. Ever, and especially one of the best songs to have the most. Um, ridiculous nonsensical lyrics <laughs> yeah what, under pressure yeah i like i don't think they're nonsense nonsensical it's uh it was some of them are not yeah but it, isn't it uh like a thing that uh, freddie mercury was like well i didn't have any lyrics so i just uh made some shit up yeah 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 but it hangs together like with the bowie stuff like like i there, there's a theme at least yeah there's some and some there's of the lines something. in it i think are just fucking totally. fantastic there's a there's but a couple well, there's also a couple of really embarrassing lines it, but they don't true. matter because the song no is and when fucking... when you sing it that well you can say fucking anything exactly yeah. Yeah. yeah clearly and it's interesting to hear a song like that that is so put together and works yeah. so perfectly yeah. e- elbowing up against things like on the first half that are just these weird ebby and flowy funk kind of r&b sort of oh synth jams that don't go anywhere or really have any hooks it's like they thought it's like as a band they thought they could do anything so that they they they're like let's try funk and they oh my god but it's weird because it's embarrassing like the first two songs <laughs> oh, of this yeah. thing it's like uh it's like that band that funk band from your high school that was they were the the pretty good band but they yeah. were still playing shitty hippie punk uh, uh funk uh, funk but they're not playing hippie funk because it's all like uh synthian synthesizers futury sounds and freddie mercury couldn't do anything over it like yeah. he couldn't do anything interesting over it so he's just doing these kind of vocal histrionics yeah. throughout the whole album vocally huh. this album 
sucks. Yeah, and it's weird because like the first two songs are so bad, but like you put them on and for a second you're kind of like, okay, because I can see how like these synth sounds and these drum sounds could go together in a long form way to kind of have that weird sort of like long form dancey thing that builds, but they don't really do that. It's just a bunch of like bleeps and like like little shitty drum machines and like once in a while Brian May will come in and play a little lead line but like but for the most too part too late and that bums me out because yeah. Brian May is one of my favorite lead guitarists yeah and then you flip the record over and it's like okay we're gonna do a Beatles thing they, yeah Why? they sort of do a Beatles thing but they 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 also try to do a Queen thing but yeah it seems really inauthentic mm. yeah. It's weird, and then and then you get to track eleven, and it's under pressure, and you're like, "Did you guys just have this awesome song?" Yeah, because the, <laughs> yeah. the, the feels so. Yeah, it was their war. They they came in there to do something else with Bowie. Okay, and the bass oh, line do and one the, the, the main little uh, lift in that were just their warm up jam. Yeah, it was something I would play just to fucking you know yeah. get going at you know almost every practice or rehearsal or whatever the fuck or getting ready to write. So they had that fucking riff for ever. And they were really stumped on what they were trying to do, as yeah. far as I remember from the story. Anyway, I'm kind of paraphrasing. But I believe Bowie cool. heard them do that, and he's like, "Well, that's a hit. That's yeah. a song. Let's do that." And they were like, "You're fucking crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Get out of here, spaceman." Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Oh, that is always fun. Um, I believe it was the track before it, Cool Cat, or something that was that Bowie was going to do. Yeah. One of the tra- songs in this yeah. album w- was the song he was going to do, and then they didn't. Yeah. Then he heard them, and he was like, Ooh. <laughs> And it's so weird, right? Like, why, if, if obviously you have this person who is willing to work with you on one song that literally heard you do something and was like, hey, do more of that, and it's going to be a hit, like, why don't you hitch on... To that, why don't you somehow scrap all the half-assed work with bullshit. Bowie for some more songs? Yeah, I guess. I mean, yeah, it may be where they were on track to get this album out or something. Because sure. a lot of those early uh, synth- synthesizer-driven songs do kind of just feel like, yeah, we got the beat, and then we'll warble around on the synth a little over it, and then you know, sing something, get a guitar in it there at the end, and so print half-assed. it. Yeah. Excuse me. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, it feels so fucking thrown together and yeah. half-assed, and nobody gave a fuck about anything. Yeah. Especially mm-hmm. me. Yep. Totally. Um. Yeah, and it's weird because you kind of think like, I don't know. It's weird because on Wikipedia it says stuff like Michael Jackson said that this album because he was friends with them at the time he heard them doing this stuff and was like and then i went and made thriller and was like playing with that kind of like drum sound and stuff and it's like ah but but you did it so well yeah <laughs> yeah. yeah this but, is not like this is not like listening to thriller no because yeah like it does you can hear stuff that is, are using these elements now or later that maybe because this era of electronic music cohesive as as songs yeah in in a way that these aren't are not some of these songs start out being like like the that song for for john lennon uh whatever it's called life is real song for lennon yeah Yeah. you know that song for john Lennon. lennon song for lennon song for mccartney uh that song start i was kind of like oh maybe this well they're trying to do that pastoral thing but then it just kind of it just craps out like all the songs mm. like yeah. i said even those electronic jams they start with a beat and then maybe a synth line comes in and you're like okay okay yeah. and then they and you're like but you're not doing and oh 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 uh, <laughs> this isn't like space at all no oh. <laughs> oh. Uh, i i i do have to say though it made me like uh 
body language more. My body, <laughs> my body. <laughs> and body, I love body, that body, little body. <laughs> that. I love that uh, that really gross fake bass. Yeah, that bass line is so dumb. I know. It's just so dumb and it shouldn't work, but there's something about it that I'm like, I fucking love this. It is one of those weird. It's like the only song that works because it doesn't work. Yeah. It's the only one that doesn't work so much it becomes a working it's, song. Yeah, it's it's like a really fun parody of a song yeah. that for some reason I love. This, this, is like, this is sort of the period where <laughs> Queen just sort of became a singles band, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, there's no more good albums after this. Because after this one, it was like The Works. Yeah. And that just, that has Radio Gaga on it. And I want to break free. Yeah. But, you know. And I love, oh man. Love that song. Fuck, yeah. So good. Radio and Gaga, I'm kind of hot and cold on. Well, I I respect it, fully. yeah, it's, but it's not one that I go to no. too intensely. But I think it's an excellent. A kind song. of magic was their twelfth, the uh, Highlander yeah. album, yeah, <laughs> and which has, I mean, uh, Who Wants to Live Forever is fucking great, is chilling, that yeah, song. yeah, and particularly with you know what would happen with Freddie, it yeah. makes it even more intense. But yeah, then like yeah, the miracle, I want it all, good. Uh, I can't. Like, I can't an do album? anything with the miracle just because of that cover. With the oh, the cover is really the cover. It's like frightening. <laughs> all their faces, all their faces together, together, together as one. <laughs> I that's like if I if queen I, monster. It's, yeah. <laughs> it's a miracle the studio let us do this. If I ever see that like in a record store, I like flip away from it as fast as possible. Yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> really it's like not, oh, not, oh yeah, their eyes are oh. oh. I don't like the way it looks. Yeah, no. Yeah. And then, and then, innuendo is uh, that was the big, that was the last one, yeah. Mm. That has, uh, eh, I don't know, uh, the show must go on. I like that song. Oh but yeah, yeah. That's, a, this, that's another chilling song. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but yeah, it's like I feel like, uh, uh, yeah, I guess Flash Gordon is at the point where they just become a singles band, and this is more like experimental. Like, let, yeah. we got to just figure out how to crack a couple of singles for the radio, and the rest doesn't matter. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. A lot of filler in their in their uh, back catalog. Yeah. Well, um, yeah. that's hot space. Oh. <laughs> Oh, Hot Space. Oh, so you had to watch Entourage, but you didn't have to listen to Hot Space. No. So what are you gonna turn us over to this week? Um, I because the Entourage was really unpleasant, and I had a really long fucking day, and it was the worst part of it. I was really like, I'm bringing some shit. Yeah. And I just had this album that's just so stupid. Oh man. <laughs> <laughs> but I decided, you know what? No, I'm not going to Ooh, do that because yeah. I, I, you know. Casey's uh, oh. uh, going to be a, a father soon. Yeah. And I feel like it's going to be so much funnier to give him really stupid, horrible albums when he isn't sleeping anymore. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was just when thinking, When you have actually, to force those albums into your day, I was just I'll thinking, gain more like, pleasure. Uh, I don't know what you're going to give me, but this is potentially the album I'm listening to while my daughter's being Yeah. Uh-uh. So I decided after uh, B shows up will be the time that I'll give you really hilariously horrible stuff. So <laughs> In this little window of time that you can yeah. maybe listen to an album, I am going to give you something I quite like, oh. and I'm very curious about your opinion on because I know you don't know it, Dan Gorman. I know you know it to some degree. Okay, I don't know how much this was. I think because I covered almost. I've given you guys almost all my like my top five albums from 2014, uh-huh. except for this one, which would almost definitely be number one. Oh, 
Uh, and if you're up on, you know, celebrated music from last year, if you read like Pitchfork and other mm-hmm. things like that, you're, you're probably aware of this band. But if not, it's a great fucking uh, Montreal uh, based band called Ought. Oh, yes. Uh, O-U-G-H-T, uh, an album called uh, More Than Any Other Day that I just lost my fucking mind over. Oh, cool. Um, so, yeah, I want to talk about that and just talk about Ott and, and listen to it this week. Lyrically, it is, I adore it. I fucking adore it. The band is like the weird, weird art baby of the talking heads and violent femmes and yeah. some other noisy shit. Oh, my. This is like, it's I really, cool. really. That sounds like something I could really get behind. Yeah, man. And they're from Montreal, but like gone is the Montreal sound of 10, 15 years ago where yeah. everybody was just varying degrees of arcade fire. Exactly. Look at you, Wolf Parade. Uh, uh, I, I, as much as I completely agree with you, I uh, really like. Wolf uh, I, there's some Wolf Parade. <laughs> got some fine enjoy. songs, but it's all just like, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we all heard Funeral by Yeah, <laughs> it's real good. Yeah. Um. So yeah, this doesn't sound like anything like the 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 Montreal sound that we were oversaturated with in in Canada anyway. Um. I don't know if it reached the states too much, but uh, I love this band. And I love this. It's their first album, and so good that I don't even know if they should make another album. Cause I, <laughs> it, like, what are you gonna do? Yeah, it's one of those. Wow, you know? it's a good album. Yeah, I yeah, really I like it. Really dig it. That's and crazy. Headphone, I'm super into this. Headphones, absolutely. Yeah, definitely. Uh, uh, I mean, you're a lyric guy anyway, but definitely yeah. pay attention to the lyrics. It's hilarious and sad and mm, uh, uh, fucking. <laughs> it's hilarious uh, and sad and If I had one word to yeah. describe this album, mm-ba-ba. yeah, <laughs> uh, it's uh, there's a uh, it's just like a lot of things I like. There's a lot of desperation and urgency in this music. Yeah, so, it's really yeah. you've always loved desperation. I go nuts for it. Oh boy. <laughs> Cool. So, yeah. yeah, I'm so, very yeah. excited. This sounds, I don't know, I was sold at Talking Heads and Violent Femmes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I will be really interested to talk about this. Definitely. Uh-huh. Um, well, we're also going to be really interested in to talk about the movie we're rolling for. Um, Jurassic World comes out. Yeah, I I uh, I am very excited. Dino Planet. Yeah, I'm very excited for this. If not <laughs> to see it because it looks it looks like something I want to see, and I love Jurassic Park, but also to stop seeing TV spots. Yeah, because they've been releasing like they have released like 30 TV spots. Yeah, and they keep posting them online, and, and they're all and some of them are quite good, and some of them are just exactly like the other one, but with one shot different. I'm like, yeah. stop. Yeah. No. yeah. I, it's much like Tomorrowland. I just gave up on this, on watching uh, anything about yeah. it. Mm-hmm. So I'm just excited for dinosaurs. Sure, and to yeah. see another uh, indie director try and make that jump like uh, Gareth Edwards did for Godzilla. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a similar kind of Or like Mark trajectory. Webb did so well with those uh, <laughs> Spider-Man movies. Yeah. That turned out great for everyone. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> now, uh, this is one of those rare times where I'm more excited about the losing movie yeah. than I am about. Uh, well, why don't you tell us? Uh, all right. If you're a fan of uh, the three things that make a movie great, Whoopi Goldberg, <laughs> yes. uh-huh. uh, Dinosaur Detective, yeah. and his crazy shoes. Yeah. His shoes are insane. Uh, his shoes are hilarious. They literally make no sense. You got the movie Theodore Rex. Yeah. Now, <laughs> which 
is not a clever title at all. By no. Why is this T Tyrannosaurus? Is just the T? Is that what we're doing? Uh, yeah. But the and his T name is in Tyrannosaurus. Yeah. Theodore starts with a T. <laughs> with a but it's <laughs> but it's a th sound, so yeah. it does not work on any level. No, unless you Tony Danza. Theodore. <laughs> Theodore. Uh, um, now, if you Google the, ima the image of the poster. Oh, uh, yeah, sure. Come it on. kind of is. Yeah, like, yeah. Jonathan. Jonathan. Theodore. Jonathan. Theodore. Samantha. Theodore. Jonathan. Samantha. <laughs> if you don't know why we're laughing, you got to Google the poster. He's got shoes and yeah. he's got Converse shoes, but each like toe on his he dino like, each gets, his own, on his gets his own uh, uh, Converse. But yeah. uh, as someone who has checked out the opening of this movie, oh, I thought you were going to say someone who has dinosaur feet. As someone who has dinosaur feet, they're very comfortable. <laughs> No, but for fans of that, Casey, I'm looking at you. You do get to see them laced up in action. Oh, I so do very much want to see You that. get to see his little morning routine where he's putting on dino shoes, yeah. and I know you will love that. Yep. So I, I really, in part, really I hope that. you lose. Yeah. yeah. I literally do not care what happens in this dice roll. I would no. like to see both movies. <laughs> All right, Casey, Theodore Rex versus Jurassic World. Don't roll on there. That's a four. That's a four. All right. I'm rolling. Oh, yeah, no carpet rolls. That's a zero. <laughs> oh, man. I'm disappointed. <laughs> oh, fuck. Two. Yeah. Well. Oh, I really want to see yeah. Jurassic Oh, yeah, World. I guess you're the only one who really did. Casey and I were like, whatever. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> fuck. I'm uh. kind of... Unless the dinosaurs are wearing shoes, I don't know what, why bother. I'm I am upset about this. <laughs> I don't want to watch Theodore Rex again because I saw it For twice when I was a kid. I rented it. I when I would rent movies when I was a kid, I would watch them the night and then in the morning I would get up and watch it again before it got taken back to the movie store uh. no matter what the movie. <laughs> So in Clearly. some so in sometimes it was like yeah I watched Rumble in the Bo in the Bronx twice yeah. cool and other times I watched Theodore Rex. Rex. <laughs> uh, oh, well round three yeah. just like all the shoes he has on the one foot uh, five <laughs> three one for each dino toe <laughs> I might watch it. Yeah, I probably will. <laughs> yeah, how does this work? Hey, we can well, watch anything when we're winners. No, right? if you yeah. guys watch it, I'm watching Jurassic World. <laughs> yeah, right. No, it does not work that way. Oh <clears throat> uh, God damn it! Yeah. Um. Anyway, we got some bullshit now. <laughs> I don't want to do the rest. I just want. Oh man. Uh. Anyway, you just want to go watch Theodore Rex. Yeah, a couple I can't more wait. Times. Um. All right. <sighs> Nine oh two and oh yeah relay is is coming up right now. So <laughs> wait, stick wait stick it. with it. Mm -hmm. Now, uh, every week we watch an episode of Beverly Hills 90210 season three and relay the information back to the other two hosts. This week, Greg is watching an episode. Next week, I will. And the week after that, Casey. And then we will rinse and repeat and then do those things again. Yeah. 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 That okay. is what we do. That's, I'm in. So, Greg, what was the episode? Oh, the longest the most difficult watch I've had. It was so hard to watch this episode today. I was having problems with YouTube playing it for me. So uh, I had to watch it at home. I had to watch it in transit. I had to watch it at work. So 
the my experience. notes are on my phone and then they move over to handwritten <laughs> and then they move to I just have it in my head because I watched it in uh, uh, where I couldn't uh, uh, write anything down. Yeah. Okay. So the episode is called Home and Away. Okay. Also, what made this incredibly difficult was the way this episode was uh, displayed for me. Um, and it's a Brandon-heavy episode. Oh, boy. Uh, and Brandon has got social things for us to think about. Okay. Oh. This is, this is They really went at some stuff again. I hope he's mad This about is like season things. one level of, uh, you know. Pass, not pass? Uh, yeah. Okay. So, yeah, yeah, we've got social issues to talk about here, so okay. we, we should grade this pass, not pass at the end. Okay. <clears throat> okay, so it, the episode starts with uh, ran, random images of a football game, like a high school football game, which is very, very big in the States as well. No. Uh-huh. Mm. And uh, everyone, yay! And then it fades to black. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, that's their reaction yeah. to football. Yeah, I thought yeah. it was their batteries turning up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we fade to black, and we uh, we come back up on the uh, uh, at, uh, at the school, and uh, Andrea is freaking out about the uh, the deadline for the, the school paper, and uh, everyone's, like, running around, like, what's going to happen? She's like, uh, Brandon's going to get his editorial in late. He's working on it. Don't worry, it's going to happen. And the counter turns over, and we find Brandon sitting, staring at a uh, blank computer screen. Oh, no. And uh, she's like, she gives him a nod, and he's like, yeah, and he starts to type. And then we get the Brandon voiceover. This is oh, the problem man. with this episode, taking notes, is because most of it, com- like, a lot of the from- storyline comes from Brandon talk uh, the voiceover from so he's his, narrating like that's him writing right the, uh, and then also we get a little flipping back and forth in time so trying to keep track of in my notes which are all written very quickly and in like yeah. you know terrible point form when <laughs> we're in the future when we're in the past or when okay. we're in the present when we're in the past when we're being narrated to when we're not so i'll do my best okay so uh Brandon's voiceover is like, it was just another Friday night in America. <laughs> oh, my God. How much more American can you get? Football game, big dance coming up, and we're all at a burger joint. And we're at the, at the Peach Pit, and Brandon's sitting with the football team. And uh, Steve's there. I only know that because his back is at the camera, but his fucking ramen noodles <laughs> mullet is there. It's being disgusting. Delicious, reasonably yeah. priced mullet. <laughs> <laughs> but college kids really yeah. like it. College kids eating Steve's hair. Um, and then we find out that Brenda has volunteered to be head of the uh, pigskin dance committee. And Dylan's like, why do you want to do that? And she's like, whatever. It's you know, uh, it's uh, going to be fun. And he's like, well, you want to date a jock or something? She's like, no, all the money goes to... Uh, all the money raised at the dance goes to charity. And he's like, well, isn't that nice? And she's like, yeah. And then uh, little uh, Dougette, uh, Dougette, Dougette. Uh, Sue, I think her name is, is talking to David. And Donna is getting jealous of this stuff. Oh, shit. Yeah. And Kelly's like, don't worry about it. And uh, so Brandon's hanging out with the football team. And uh, they want to know uh, who he's uh, going to predict to win in the uh, the game going on between these two other teams that will decide who they play. Why did anyone like, care? What he's, that's all I'm thinking. I was like, nobody gives a fuck about <laughs> yeah. this guy being there. Are you kidding me? And they're all like, yeah, Brandon, what do you think? <laughs> <laughs> and so he thinks Shaw is going to win. And then Steve's on the phone, on a pay phone, getting the scores of the game. I'm like, well, that's weird. Uh, and he's like, uh, Shaw wins 49 to nothing. They're all like, whoa, we got to play them. That's going to be intense. Then he sits down and he's like, hey, sounds like there was some violence at the end of the game. And it was serious. And Brandon's like, 
Back to voiceover, Brandon's like, I would have jumped on it if we weren't on a winning streak. But then the paper the next morning was blah, blah, blah. Anyway, so the paper the next morning says, two dead at Shaw game. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so he was really underselling how violent yeah. it was. Yeah. And he would have jumped like... So we're on a winning streak, so eh, whatever. whatever. Yeah, yeah. I, w- so, I would have reported about the two corpses, yeah. but uh, <laughs> I thought the win was a yeah. little more important. The sports team was talking to me, so fuck everyone. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, that's what it says on the paper. And Jim and uh, uh, what's what's the mom's name? Mom. Nah, uh, oh. <laughs> mom. Hmm, Cindy? Cindy. Yeah. Nancy? Cindy. Jim and Cindy are reading Nancy? the paper, and he's like, Psh. he sees the headline. Now, two teenagers. We're shot dead at a high school cool. during football Damn. game. And, he's, and he goes, uh, he's like, Shh. and I thought they were supposed to increase the peace. Gangs are at it again. Oh, God. Like, Jesus Christ, you fucking unfeeling <laughs> bastard. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, spectators were shot to death in the stands at a high school football game. Uh, and hey, uh, we're on a streak. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> whatever. Our team's doing great, though, right? Yeah. Okay. And then uh, Brandon's there, and uh, he's like, what school? And... It's like he should know. Steve just told you there was violence at the one football game that happened yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, at Shaw. And he's like, Do you, are you, and he's like, We're playing them next week. And uh, mom's like, at, at their school. And he's like, Yeah. Shaw. 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 And they're like, yeah. I wouldn't count on it. And then we go to the team meeting, and Brandon's there for some reason at the fucking team meeting. Hey, hey guys. Hey, uh-huh. hey, uh, I'm here too. Hey guys, I know I'm not supposed to be here, but I'm Brandon. We got a lot of race stuff, obviously, is going to go on in this uh, episode because Shaw is in a bad part of town. Okay, Shaw is not Beverly Hills. So we're at the team meeting, and the white one of the white players is like, "I don't want to go play there. I'm going to be in more danger because because I'm a white guy." And one of the black guys on the team is like, "It's not about the color of your skin. It's about where you live, how you talk, what your parents do. That's what it's about." And they're like, oh. And then coach is like, no practice today. (laughs) And uh, then uh, Brenda is holding band auditions for the big dance. And there's all these musicians on stage, and they're all playing at once. (laughs) Haven't we done this before? (laughs) Haven't we done, like, a band audition thing before? Yeah, why don't they just fucking give it to uh, Brian Austin Green? Because they're going to eventually. Well, that's what Donna says. She's like, why don't we just give this to David? And and Brenda's like, we got to audition them. And they're literally, every band is on stage all at once playing at the same time. <laughs> this isn't how anyone ever... Uh, Are they all playing the same song or... Yeah, noodling guitar rock from the 90s. Sweet. Yeah. Get Bag up there. Yeah. yeah. Well, he's up there playing keyboards uh, during okay. all of this. And there's a guy with a saxophone playing. It's great. It's Bedlam. Wow. Uh, anyway, and then she yells at them to be quiet. So the first band up is called Grudge Master. Sweet. Grunge master or <laughs> grudge? Grudge master? Listen, I got a lot of grudges. Yeah. I'm, I'm very good at all. being angry at people for a very long time. <laughs> um, Great so, name. Yeah. And they st- then Kelly comes in and she's all happy because she talked to her father on the phone and it went well. I guess there's a problem there. That's not from an episode I've seen. I have no, no idea. No, I don't know what that he means. called from Barcelona and he's sorry about last year. And he's going going to come see her. I don't know what any of that means. Uh, So uh, she's like, so I'm not going to be at the dance because I'm going to hang out with my dad. So I should resign from the committee. And then she looks up and sees the band Grudge Master playing. And she's like, why don't we just hire David? And uh, she's like, wait, is that Grudge Master? (laughs) (laughs) I love Grudge Master and their song, Hate Friend. (laughs) (laughs) Hate Friend. Yeah. Watch that beat. Um so then uh, they all look at each other like, yeah. 
We'll hire David. A grudge master. <laughs> so then Brandon investigates. He's trying to find out, will the game be postponed? And, you know, he's talking to the teachers and the faculty, and he gets no answers. So he leaves, he goes outside, and he's approached by a guy who's like, uh, he's like, are you, uh, you go to the school? And he's like, I'm Jordan, I go to Shaw. He's like the... I don't know. I guess he's he's basically Brandon at the other school. Right. Okay. He, he like writes for the paper. Bizarro Brandon. Huh? Yeah. Bizarro Brandon. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and they talk about if it's going to be safe if they have the game. There's uh, and uh, the guy's like, uh, yeah, what, what did I write here? <laughs> <laughs> um, he says there's nothing to worry about. Oh, because Brandon's like, yeah, I don't know. Is this is it going to be okay? Even if we had the game, is it going to be okay? And the guy's like, you have nothing to worry about. It was rivals from the other school, and it was gang-related. It doesn't have anything to do with you. And Brandon's like, well, it does. If we're supposed to sit where they got shot, and you know, not to mention <laughs> there's that going to be blood everywhere. Yeah, did they clean those seats? My pants are expensive. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I go to Beverly Hills, yeah. you know. Uh, and then Brandon's like, and not to mention we're going to have 25 players down there on the field. And I'm like, listen, Mr. Sports Editor, I don't know which football games you've been watching, <laughs> <laughs> but at no point, 25 is not a number for teams <laughs> in any kind of way. This is going to be at least 25 people <laughs> playing football games yeah. down on the football area yeah unless this is some kind of like old-timey iron man shit where you got to play to you know both positions 25 guys ain't gonna cut it uh so um and then what's he got here so then the guy from uh shaw is like unless your west beverly homies have something planned and brandon's like listen not much street violence in uh, west beverly and he's like, well, that doesn't stop you from being an expert on the subject. Now, does it? And Brandon's Ooh. like, uh, psh, nice meeting you. I don't like being called out on my shit, yeah. especially when it's totally true. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and uh, he's like, nice meeting you, Jordan. And Jordan's like, uh, you know, they're going to cancel the game. The faculty isn't is trying to make it happen. It's not going to work. And uh, Brandon's like, well, they, you know, they might get something done. And he's like, Brandon of Beverly Hills, you don't know squat. <laughs> I was like, I love this guy. Yeah, yeah. true story. Yep, but he's a black guy, so we'll never see him in another episode. <laughs> um, so this is true. What do we got here? Uh, that looks like a typo. I don't know what I wrote there. Let's <laughs> just jump around. Okay, so then we come to now. It's pre so this was all stuff that Brandon's been writing about, like him telling you the story, of what yeah. happened leading up. Now we're at the present day, and Andrea, Andrea, and the uh, the beardy teacher guy who runs their fucking department or whatever gill yeah he's he uh, a he, name now? They, huh he has a name now? i think it's gill all right yeah. <laughs> and uh they come in and check on brandon's progress and he's like i'll have a draft done in 45 minutes and then uh, he leaves gill leaves and brandon's like i'm never gonna have it done in 45 minutes <laughs> <laughs> and she's like oh how much time and he's like an hour and i'm like the extra 15 like yeah. come on man settle hey, down hey did you uh see how i just lied to that guy yeah <laughs> yeah it's pretty wicked it's pretty right? cool right yeah uh and then uh what do we got going on steve and david are in the booth listening to his jams and yeah. donna comes in and she's really worried about the the dugget the, the sister and David's like, don't worry about it. She's like, you're bringing her to the dance, too? And he's like, yeah, well, come on. You know, I was friends with her brother and whatever. It's not even a thing. And uh, she's like, well, yeah, you wouldn't even be playing this stupid dance if I wasn't on the committee. And he's like, what? And she's like, oh, what did I just say? <sighs> and he's like, so I wasn't the best? And she's like, well, I kind of like Drudge Master. And they're like, ah, <laughs> they're so stupid. <laughs> and, and he's Grinch. like, don't worry about Sue. 
Uh, if we don't then, get to hear Grudge Master by the end of this episode, you do I hear a little know. Grudge Master, okay. and All frankly, right. I was totally disappointed. Aww. Aww. Uh So um, then we got. Uh, uh, oh, well, I hit close on my notes. One second. <laughs> there they are. Okay. Okay. So uh, Andrea comes and checks in on Brandon. She's like, "Are you done yet?" And he's like, "I'm yeah. not going to finish. You keep popping in here." And uh, he's like, "Whoa, what, what, what are we talking about? <laughs> stop! <laughs> Will you stop popping in here and go pop somewhere I can't else? Keep this D solid for long. Uh, I'm trying to finish, and it's really hard to finish." <laughs> um, and he's like, "I, you know, I'm not going to be. If you keep bugging me, I'm not going to finish. And also, we're not going to make the deadline. But it's okay. Don't worry about it. Look, I know how to, you know, put do the layout in the computer. I am the co-editor, so uh, you know, let me do my thing." And she's like, "All right, just don't stick any swear words." in there and this yeah. is the second time this episode that somebody said that to him like is that Brandon's thing <laughs> when he's not editor like, he just go, fuck guy yeah. <laughs> goes over to someone else's computer just types fuck 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 <laughs> fuck 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 penis 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 <laughs> four people in Afghanistan fucking dead <laughs> <laughs> oh, local cock said this guy <laughs> <laughs> Um, so, uh, then it goes back to his little, like, voiceover, and he's like, but no one knew what Jordan and I had up our sleeves, and then Brandon makes a mysterious phone call, like, yeah, it's gonna happen, and blah, blah, this and that, and I was like, uh, holy shit, uh, and then, uh, Wait, you were like, holy shit? Yeah. All right. I, you know, you're like, I, I God, enough of this, because, oh, okay, uh, and, uh, Brandon's, uh, he's, he's caught by surprise by how little people are affected by what's going on with this. You know, the kids got shot at this club, and we cut to the gang, and they're all talking about the dance. And let me tell you something. This is 15 minutes into the episode. Oh, boy. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> this is too much shit going on. This is the point where I'm like, how am I going to fucking get all this done today? This is a nightmare. There's so much yeah. detail in every fucking scene, and I felt bad about skipping stuff because it's all this like race-driven shit. I'm like, what if this is the episode that like I learned something from? Or is it yeah. really like it was a good thing for yeah. the, the kids of the 90s? Like, I don't want to fucking, you know, shit all over it. So but you were like, like, what oh. if... What if this is the episode that finally teaches me <laughs> that racism is bad? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I what mean, if it is about time you learn that? Well, well anyway. Um, so Brandon gets all righteous on his friends and like, maybe they just cancel the dance. And they're like, no. And then Nikki makes some, Nikki's the, used to be into David, no, David yeah. Brandon. She's like, she makes a football reference by saying the neutral zone. And Brandon's like, oh, neutral zone. Huh. And so he drives. That's his space. He's he, like, I just called that place the fucking end zone. Or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so then he drives. He's going to go to sh- the Shaw neighborhood. And while he does this, the, see, this is where I was kind of like, I, I, they're going for something here because he drives through a lot of the wreckage of the riots. Yeah, yeah. They mentioned the riots. Once yeah, before. yeah. So that's all going on. And he's like, whoa, look at all this fuck man <laughs> driving around in his fucking stang yeah yeah and uh <laughs> so then he's like trying to sell the idea of the game being played on a neutral field to jordan and he's like yeah, it'd be great you know we'll just play somewhere neutral and jordan's like no you see because if, if we play the game anywhere but here then we might as well hand the community over to the gangs and, oh yeah okay you know because that's what happens like yeah. we need to take a stand we need to show them who we are <laughs> i thought they'd made like a deal with the gangs yeah <laughs> look you guys take uh-uh. it easy as long as we play football at, at yeah. the high school yeah. Yeah. see now this is why this is where i realize that he's more like the 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 uh, a different version of brandon like he works for the paper i thought he was like a community 
involved in the, and he's just the, writes for the fucking paper because yeah. instead what they decided to do is an editorial thing where they're both going to publish each other's editorials on this stuff okay. in each other's papers. I'm like, yeah, because the fucking gangs read the goddamn high school <laughs> newspaper. Yeah, that's where they get their morality <laughs> lessons. Yeah. <laughs> that's all they need. Yeah. And, and what they really need is to hear from the rich white kids. Yeah, that's what I was else. thinking. <laughs> oh, my God. And so. Hey, guys. <clears throat> and because Jordan's like, yeah, because those two kids who died, they were my friends. And so, you know, like, you, you can't editorialize on that. And he's like, but, you know, or write a eulogy about them. But you could write a eulogy about the game. And Brandon's like, whoa. Ugh. So he's going to write a eulogy about the game. And they're going to put both of these eulogies in both papers. He's going to pretend that the game got shot? Yeah, I don't fucking know. It's just, uh, <laughs> it's just like, okay, guys. Let's keep taking yourself very seriously here. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> so Switching over to hands. Now i got to go to uh, handwritten notes. notes Switching up to the all serial killer yeah, notes. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I got, they're, Look who's they're laughing crazy. now. I don't even know how to read them. Are they in Let's order? See. Yeah. I hope <laughs> they so. Don't look start here. Don't worry, the, the notepad <laughs> fell apart. Looks like the letters were cut out from magazines. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I mailed this to Jason Priestley. Are those grudge match lyrics. <laughs> <laughs> grudge match. This is, I don't know. I'm grudge just, match. I'm just gonna yeah. change it every once in a while. <laughs> so <laughs> grunge face. Whatever. <laughs> okay, so they're gonna write eulogies, and it's gonna great. They're gonna solve racism. Uh, One day, gang violence. So. Uh, Brandon shows them the eulogy that Jordan wrote, and they're like, "We can't print this. It's full of swear words." <laughs> Did you write yes! This, <laughs> yes. And he's like, "But it's his feelings, man." And yeah. they're like, "No, we can't do this." And I'm like, "Of course they no." Can. It literally says football shitcock. <laughs> <laughs> We've been pranked. Yeah. Um, and uh, Brandon's like, no, we're going to do it. It's going to be great, whatever. And they're like, no. And then he's going to try and sneak it into the paper. <laughs> and Jordan shows up and he's like, here's my editorial. And he's like, Brandon's like, what do you mean? You already gave it to me. And he's like, you were going to print that? Are you insane? <laughs> and he's like, that was me just getting through my anger. This is me just getting through. And I was like, ah, that's a weird way to go about journalism. Yeah, yeah right, it man. is. Why did he give it to yeah, him? Yeah, why then? did you go here? Go print this crazy. Yeah, here. <laughs> uh, pretty great. Um, and so let's see. I got to read my chicken, my chicken scratch writing here. Very hard. <laughs> I changed writing styles halfway through taking notes because normally when I was writing my normal handwriting, I was like, it's taking too long and it's hard to read because I'm writing too fast. So I went back <laughs> to like you were writing note taking when I was in like high school or whatever. I went to like cursive. Oh no. And, and it was a, a really abrupt and difficult. <laughs> These are hard to read, but I was able what? to write faster. Okay. So, all right. Anyway. Uh, so Brandon, right in, in Brandon's article, what he does is then invites, he's like, the dance is going to happen. The football game is not going to happen, but the dance is going to happen. And I think both sides, both kids from Shaw and from West Beverly, should all come to the dance together because instead of being on opposing sides, we could form a circle. Yeah. <laughs> Shoot each other in yeah. a circle. Yeah. And uh, so then the, the, the paper goes out at the school the next day and it's Brandon walking into school and, and everyone's just like, Brandon! Brandon! And like it cuts to... <laughs> They're all the boss. David, yeah, David, Steve, David and Brandon. Steve are like, Brandon! And then it cuts to Andre and she's like, Brandon! And it cuts to Brenda who's like, Brandon! And I was like, I could watch this for another hour. <laughs> going! Every, say more names! Every single character who's ever been on the show should just cut to them going, Brandon! The ghost of Dougie. <laughs> Brandon! Woo! Brandon! Brandon! Brandon's like, Brandon! I mean, I mean me! Oh, what? Yeah. <laughs> 
so then uh what's going on here so then they're like gonna they're talking about canceling the dance but then gil the bearded teacher guy he's like that's all right i'll talk to the board and he's like why you and he's like because i'm the chairman of the dance and he's like that's weird why and he's like this is weird he goes uh hey what can i say i'm a sucker for girls in party shoes and i'm like Teenage girls at the school you teach at, huh? Yeah. Uh, real cool guy. Weirdy beard. Uh, real good. And that uh, creepy beard, too. Not helping. Um, and also, the mention of shoes creeped me yeah, out Yeah, why so specific, you yeah. fetish fuck? Uh, uh, like 16-year-old girls in their smelly shoes. Get out of here, Quentin Tarantino. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, Dylan doesn't think Kelly's dad will show up to their little date, she says to Brenda. And Brenda's like, what? Really? And then uh, Steve and Donna are pissed because, uh, uh, why are they pissed off? Because of David. Hmm. <laughs> I should have wrote more of that. <laughs> Steve and Donna are pissed off because, oh, so, because uh, Donna's mad about the whole Doug- Dougie's sister thing. Yeah. She thinks that stuff's going on. Well, we're Steve, all a little mad. Steve's is generally that. pissed off at things. Uh, so Brandon goes and talks to the principal. And uh, and this like this was awkward. This whole scene was awkward because the principal of West Beverly is black, and she's like, "This can't, this stuff can't go on. You're asking for trouble here." And he's like, "You know, the people over at that school, they're not that different <laughs> from you and me." And I'm like, "Oh, uh, this is well, not don't enough. give race relations to." Yeah, come on, buddy. And then he's like, "What? Because real truth is, Shaw students have never been welcome here." And I'm like. Yeah, they don't go to this school. <laughs> they don't go to the school. You have to, if you're going to go visit. I remember when I was a kid, if you had to have somebody, if somebody was going to come, like my cousin would come visit. And if he had to like go to school with me, there he had to work it out like as with a visitor thing. Yeah. Because you don't go to that school. You're not enrolled there. Yeah. So you were not welcome there because yeah. you don't go to that school. Yeah. Just that's like, just I like, don't live in your house. Yeah, I was going to say, that, <laughs> that's why I don't have random homeless people sleeping in my kitchen. Because yeah, they, they don't live here. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> come on, Brandon. You're starting to get out of control. Let's see here. So Donna's still worried about Sue. It's the worst subplot ever. Then uh, Brenda goes and asks Kelly about her dad. And, you know, she's like, you know, do you think it's a good idea? He's been kind of inconsistent before, even though I've never met him. He's never been on the show. And then <laughs> Kelly's like, hey, Brenda, you don't know anything. You live in Walshland, so you don't know anything. So why don't you just shut up? And, like, well, storms Whoa. out. And I was like, oh, shit. Yeah. Yeah. Why don't you shut yeah, why up? Why don't you? Uh, and, uh, Jordan calls Brandon and they kind of like, yeah, this party's going to go down, man. Everyone's going to come to the thing. And then we have a pretty sweet sound check with David Mike checking and he's kind of reggae checking the mic. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> oh yeah. 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 One time oh, kind of yeah. stuff going on. Oh boy. It's really horrible. My and then father. he got weird, like forcing some phrasing in for something like that because they find out that like, first they're like, no, that, you know what? The Sean kids aren't going to come. Then, but Brandon gets the call from Jordan. He's like, "Listen, they're all coming, and they've been drinking." Ah, oh. and and they're like, "Oh shit!" And everyone's like, "Oh fuck!" So, so uh, David, maybe cut out the reggae. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, totally. The reggae voice. And uh, and uh, they're like, uh, and Jordan shows up, and he's like, "Yeah, you guys might want to get like metal detectors and stuff." And they're like, "Really?" And I'm like, "I don't know if you can get one on that kind of short notice. Seems crazy, Jordan." And uh, <laughs> it does. Yeah, and so they've got security guards and stuff like that, and everyone's like, oh, shit, oh, my God. And then what, somebody comes up to Nikki, who's Brandon's girlfriend, and says, what's going on? And she's like, guess who's coming to dinner? <laughs> I was like, that's a yeah one to force in there. Yeah. Oh, mm. Sydney Poitier shows yep. up. And- yeah, anyway. Uh, then, uh, listen, Sue, uh, Sue, Dougie's sister, she does make a big move at David. Tries oh. real hard, and he's like, no, no, no. And so she gets all, like, 
up in his face and it's awkward and uncomfortable. And then he's he's like, "No, it's be like incest. Your brother was like a your your brother was like a brother to me." And she's like, "You don't know what you're missing," and storms off. Oh, yeah, that's right. So then uh, Gil, uh, the creepy teacher, he lets all the kids from Shaw into the party, and it's gonna it looks like you know, everyone's like kind of separated from side on different sides or whatever. And a fight looks like it's gonna break out, but then the girls are all go up to the Shaw guys and like, "Why don't we all go dance to David's music?" And they do, and David raps, and then one of the guys from Shaw goes over and fixes the mixing board to make him sound better, and then he goes up and raps with David, yeah. and then they all do weird line dancing. Uh, and Brandon like goes the, over to, Like the Boots Coot Yeah, it's kind of like that. It's, I was like, what is happening here? They all know the dance moves, too. And then Brandon and Jordan are talking. They're like, you know what? I know the game got canceled, but then they look at the, all the football players from both sides are talking to each other, and I'm like, but I bet when you get two football teams together, there's going to be a game tomorrow morning at 10. I'm like, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then Jordan's like, uh, who would have ever predicted this? You couldn't predict this. And Brandon's like, you know what? I bet you could exactly predict this. End of episode. <laughs> what does that mean? I don't know. <laughs> and I'm like, they seemed like they were really ramping up to something because Brandon was really in editorial journalism mode where he's going to be the hot investigator for the paper. Yeah. And he goes into, you know, observes like the wreckage of the riots and stuff like that. But then like all every, all we all need to do is just listen to David rap. Yeah. Nothing's yeah, better than is just, that. That's what uh, the black community in LA needs is to watch a right. shitty watch white a guy right, co op privileged white kid <laughs> co op hip hop. Take your culture, yeah, and dance it in front of you, yeah, yeah. And no one, no one ever. All the because like, he Brandon was concerned that none of the kids in it, like none of his gang, were concerned with these two kids that got shot and killed at this at a school because of gang violence yeah because of yeah, the different my, side of the yeah. city and it never comes up again yeah my whole thing is the whole plot of the the show is like okay two people were murdered gang related what does like let's squash our like you know privileged racism by having you come over and party with us at it like how does like the the episode wasn't about like Oh, you know, all the white people are super, I mean, there were some of that, like super racist, but like, and we have to have this big thing where we all come together and realize we're all on the same terms and stuff, but that has nothing to do really with, that doesn't solve the fact that like, there's gang violence and they've just been left like, by Yeah, it has nothing system. to do with, like, like gang violence is gangs against each other. Yeah. like that doesn't the, like, solve gang violence. Yeah. The people that came to that dance and- on both sides aren't like the ones that yeah. need the help. How many of them were gang members? Yeah. How many of them were gang like, members? Did oh, that, that came to the school? Yeah. None of them. Yeah. So that so they haven't done anything. No, just the football team came. All right. Well, I So what did that lot. solve about the problems of the neighborhood and like nothing? Nothing. I I learned a lot about football and dancing. Yeah. <laughs> Only 20 <laughs> 25 guys on a football team <laughs> yeah. on the field. Get them up. Next morning, 10 a.m. I wonder, did he, think, does he think that there's 25 guys on the field all at once? Did he think that that's like, I don't even know, Brandon, you, you're supposed to be the sports editor here. Buddy. Yeah. 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 I don't 11 know. guys on the field. I got to say, fail on this, not pass. It brought up a real like important topic and then skirted that for just like an easy out, like, oh, we'll get the schools together and just forget about all that violence that's actually happening on the streets. Yeah. 
Let's, let's continue to leave them like yeah uh, it was just a big fucking mess like they really swung hard at the opening and i guess they just were like oh wait we don't know how to solve this uh, <laughs> a dance what about a dance hey, what are they like line dancing and white kids rapping right yeah so uh, yeah oh uh, we're trying to solve gang violence uh, i don't know what solves gang violence i saw grease last night so uh, <laughs> a silent probably version, though. i guess a dance or something <laughs> um yeah. yeah well this is all very oh and good. kelly's dad never came Oh, I didn't care about that at all. <laughs> well, he's still a piece of shit. Yeah. Oh, there's he... this weird scene at the dance, though. So, because Dylan runs into Kelly at the Peach Pit before he goes to the... Damn. And so he talks with her, and he cheers her up. I'm like, come on, let's go to the dance. And then he's dancing, he's slow dancing with Brenda at the end, right? And there's still all this... Yeah, like, you know, triangle stuff, stuff going on here. Uh, the elephant in the room. And Kelly walks by Dylan and Brenda, who are dancing, and they're like, hey! And he grabs her and pulls her in, then he has both of them in his arms. He kind of swings them around a little bit. I'm like... Yeah, you dirty dog. Are you an entourage? (laughs) (laughs) He's dancing with both of them, and he goes, not cool. Oh, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And he goes, I'm a real piece of shit right now, right? (laughs) Yeah. Gross. (laughs) That is. Yep. Oh, my God. Big stupid. What a crazy episode. Yeah, it wasn't like I was kind of, I was, you know, we had a really funny one last week, so this one was just too self-serious to really... I can't really make fun of it because of yeah. its themes, too. So next week, I yeah. imagine we'll get right back down to stupid soap opera. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> and I, I will be watching yeah. that. I, know. Oh, I, need, I need a lighter one after this. Yeah. I'm sure yeah, they'll that, bounce that back That one made something. me think a lot about a lot of stuff. Yeah. yeah. I don't know what stuff. Not pass. Not uh, pass. <laughs> not pass. We'll have another episode next week. I'll mm. be doing the relay, and then we'll keep it on going. Uh, and as for now, that's it for this episode 168. Uh, you can find us on modernsuperior.com. You can also follow us on Twitter at SYNWPC or go to facebook.com slash SYNWPC. Please email us your thoughts at info at modernsuperior.com. Rate and review us on iTunes and comment on the episodes on modernsuperior.com if you'd like to do that as well. Uh, and oh man, we didn't give uh, Matt Colley a poster this week. I know. Week. You oh, know, yeah. I was thinking about it when we got about an hour into the show. I'm like, oh, damn it. Uh, you can't force it. Does he listen into this? No, far? no, you can't. You can't. Yeah, I don't know. Do one with a kitty on it. Yeah, huh? just uh, I don't know. Uh, Photoshop uh, Steve's uh, mullet onto a bone or something. Uh, Photoshop know. a brick of ramen into uh, Steve's hair. <laughs> How about that? And then just put college kids love it. <laughs> I think his hair is more of the ramen thing than even Timberlake's ramen from. Yeah. Yeah, this the back yeah. of his head. It Let's literally looks like well, because yeah. it, it looks ramen like one cake. of the like a square, like a, like yeah, a, exactly, like a ramen fillet. Totally, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> just stapled to the back of his head. Yeah, yeah Photoshop a staple in there too. <laughs> yeah, get it in there. Oh my God! So find us on all those places. We will see you next Wednesday. Goodbye, Internet. That was another episode into the shit bag. Yeah. Yes. Send it to the moon. Oh. Say goodbye to my body. <laughs> <laughs>
And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.